You're not feeling like yourself anymore. You're not alone. Whether you're concerned about your weight, your energy level, or lack of sex drive, or hormone imbalance, solutions are waiting for you at NAVA Health. With a technology-driven approach, NAVA's medical experts craft custom plans that adapt as you progress, optimizing your health. Start feeling better now at navacenter.com forward slash POD. That's navacenter.com forward slash POD. Or call 855-680-6282. Results may vary. Recorded live. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our Saturday Night Podcast. We are freedom from COVID harassment and surveillance. I'm Derek Robinson, uh, the moderator. We are here on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time to educate and assist those who are targets of organized stalking, remote electronic assaults, and more, and to let you know that you are not alone and that there are many thousands and millions of us nationwide and worldwide working together for our freedom. The views expressed during our podcast are those of our callers and not necessarily those of FFCHS. Tonight is Saturday, January 3rd, 2015, the first January of 2015, the new year here at FFCHS, and uh, we hope to have a great podcast. Uh, Some announcements before we begin. The Seattle Support Group will be having their meeting tomorrow, January 4th, from 1 to 3 p.m. at the Broadview branch of the Seattle Library in Northwest Seattle. Laura Solway is now the coordinator, and she is trying to collect names of people interested in doing radio frequency scans for $800 for two hours from a legitimate electrical engineering firm for a lawsuit. You may contact her if you're interested in doing this before the meeting at 206-365-6139. There will be a scanning session by Melinda Kidder on Tuesday and Wednesday, January 20th and 21st in Sacramento, California. Please contact Melinda on her cell phone to schedule an appointment. And that is at 573-673-2485. There will be a meter reading webinar on Thursday, January 22nd, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. More details to follow about that as we get closer to the day. The presenters will be Neil Chevrier, Dwight Mangum, and Joe Marone. Okay, over the past few months, I have received a number of inquiries from people who have come across the website of Anthony Forwood. A couple of days ago, it was brought to the attention of the FFCHS board. And I thought perhaps we as a community should discuss the site uh, with those that have read it. Basically, it is accusing FFCHS of being a suicide cult and... uh, This guy goes on to name several suicides over the years from 2004 all the way up to the present. Uh, People like uh, Sylvia, who has not been seen or heard from for several years, it's actually not known whether she committed suicide or if she's still alive or not, but her disappearance is somehow blamed upon uh, myself and FFCHS. 
Also in July of 2009, a guy named John Turner in Florida um, committed suicide after just a horrific uh, incident in Panama City where he is from. Uh, John has really, uh, was someone that was working with the community, uh, diligently trying to search for some type of solution to the implant. And he was working on um, some type of device that he could uh, program into a computer. And uh, I'm not sure how far he got with that project. Uh, But uh, we've had several uh, uh, community conference calls with John. Uh, This is way back in 2009. And as we're all trying to grapple with how we can disable these implants that many of us have, so he came up with a number of scenarios and devices and so forth. Uh, he also worked with uh, Dr. Ballard in, um, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, with her congregation. Uh, she has um, she uses what um, what do you call those all leveler devices? Uh, no, it's not. It's a um, a stud finder is what she uses to detect uh, microchips in people. And uh, so she had been using that for a number of years, and John was trying to work with her and her group because they are um, well aware of the implants. And uh, she is uh, um, she and her husband pastor a church down there. They have a very active um, congregation of uh, target individuals, which is unusual anywhere in the United States. So... Um, Anyway, John had been missing from uh, uh, fellowshipping with a number of us for several months, and someone began to wonder where he was. And um, finally, uh, she Googled his name, and what came up was a horrific story of uh, how his life ended. Basically, he, um, according to the news reports, he went out to his truck one day, and it wouldn't start. And maybe that was the last straw, I don't know, but uh, John got out of his truck, went around to the back, grabbed a, a shotgun, came around to the front of his truck, and blew out the windshield. Then uh, he marched into his house and went over to the television and blew that away. And uh, at that, uh, his girlfriend and the kids came running into the room to see what's going on, and uh, him and his girlfriend got into a confrontation. She ushered the kids outside, and he ended up blowing her away. Then John marched next door and uh, knocked on the door, and an 18-year-old girl answered the door. He blew her away. Then he marched back to his house, uh, burned down his house and committed suicide with his gun. So John went out in a blaze of glory just as the perpetrators would have wanted him to do. Um, so uh, this is the kind of things that the perpetrators would like to see all of us, uh, happen to all of us. And uh, So his suicide was something that was somehow blamed on FFCHS. Um, Pam Anderson was also, uh, her suicide was blamed on us. Now, Pam was also on the board of FOCHS 
and I used to hear from her quite regularly. Uh, she would call me about every day and um, talk to talk about matters in the community, but she was suffering horrifically. Uh, and uh, one day she called me. I'll never forget this phone call because there was a, there was something in her voice that told me that this person was on the edge of a cliff and was reaching, grabbing for straws, some hope, some glimmer of hope that she could survive this targeting. I did the best I could to tell her, to encourage her. I mean, I could not tell her that the targeting would end tomorrow and somebody suffering with hope, but I only think I could tell her that, yes, the targeting would get better. Yes, we will be free one day. And that's as close as I could come. Um, and that was all I could tell her. And by the time she hung up, I knew that she was in a serious, very serious state. But I didn't know what else to tell her. And it was a few days after that that... Uh, she had talked a friend of hers into going into um, into a suicide plan, which basically involved going to a shooting range. And she, uh, she and her friend went there. Um, the friend went to the bathroom for a minute and came back. And then that's those few minutes is when Pam took the opportunity to take the gun and uh, put it into her mouth and blow herself away. So, I mean, these were horrific. I mean, some of the horrific uh, suicides that have been associated with our group have been horrific uh, because the targeting has been horrific, and it pushes people to the edge of their, to the limits of their endurance. Um, you know, and some people take the opportunity to blame that upon us because there's no one else that they see that they can blame. We wish that we could see the perpetrators and them using these devices so that they can be apprehended, but they are usually not visible. And FFCHS seems to be a very handy target uh, in the blame game. So anyway, this guy, Anthony, has listed several suicides, including the latest one with Myron May as being the work of FFCHS. Uh, and he even uh, adds Alan Alexis, his suicide as being responsible, uh, the work of FFCHS, when we clearly tried to reach out to him before he went and blew away those 12 people in search of uh, some type of solution for his targeting. So anyway, uh, those that have committed suicide have found no other solution. And to be honest, there really, today as we speak, there is not a solution in hand that we can tell people that you can do this and this will cure your targeting. There is no such solution for us at this time. However, whatever solution we come up with, we are going to have to create and this is what we have been doing the past few years, creating solutions for us, each and every one of us, each and every day to make it through, uh, whether it be uh, some shielding device or shielding fabric, whether it be the comfort of someone nearby or on the telephone. We have been in the business of creating hope 
for those that, that are surviving this horrific targeting. And some of it is really horrific each and every day. And as I said earlier, the targeting is designed in some cases to push a person to the limits of their mental and physical capacity. And that's what we as an organization have to deal with. But anyway, for those who care to comment about Anthony's uh, website, uh, feel free to do so at this time. Star 8 is a request to talk feature on your phone so that we can begin our discussion. Hello? Hello? Oh, hi, uh, Derek. This is Alec from San Francisco Lafayette. Hi. Um, hi. I'd first like to just uh, wish everybody, uh, all the TIs, a Happy New Year. Um, and um, I think it's, you know, I deal with a lot of uh, a lot of things, including B2K, and I suggest we all do F2A, which is foot to ass, and let's put our foot to their, you know, their asses this year and try to be proactive and get uh, the word out there. Um, I just like to also reiterate that uh, you know suicide is not an option. Um, don't do it. I know the targeting is really hard, um, but we have to push through it. And as far as Anthony Forward, I was going to mention this person to you. Uh, he was mentioned to me, and I kind of looked at his website. Um, he's obviously like a perp, um, and he's just you know bad mouthing our organization. And uh, he. Uh, I also like to mention um, John Allman. Uh, he placed a lot of comments on his website, Anthony's website, um, to counteract it. And he also uh, was on, there's a website counteracting Kathleen Watterson's um, court case. And John Allman, who's associated with Anthony Forward, and Anthony, you know, posted on his website as well, uh, you, know, uh, you know, counteracting um, the uh the you know uh Kathleen Watterson's case. So I guess we, and this person, John Allman, uh is apparently one of the people that spoke at the Belgian um or the Brussels uh European yeah, John, conference. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so he I did. think everybody should be aware of the, these two people. Um because he didn't even mention that you know, John Allman didn't mention any of the good things that were out of it and he kind of glossed over um the way that Levi counteracted uh, their expert in the case and some other points. So um, I just want people to be aware of these uh, two people. And Anthony Forward, um, I'm not friends with him on Facebook, but I've seen his picture, and he uses Ted Kaczynski, who is a Unabomber, as his profile right. picture. So, yeah, I, uh, I don't know if that's really his name. You know, it's... Right. right. So, um, you know, yeah, I just want people to be aware of, of these two people for sure and try to look into it. That's all. Right. I, um, I, just, I just felt that it should be discussed because he's making some really heinous accusations and it should be looked at. Right, definitely. Thanks. Hello, Derek. There he... Yeah. Derek, uh, this is Michael in Illinois. Hello. Oh, hi, Michael. How are you? Uh, if I may suggest, um, I, I don't really see John going out in a blaze of glory after killing two innocent people. Uh, it's really kind of sad 
that he was in such a bad state of mind that he had to do something like that. Um, still, I think it's reprehensible uh, to kill innocent people, no matter how bad off you are. Um, but I can understand that he might have been in a, a state that I would not uh, really know. So, But uh, Blaze of Glory, I think, would have been taken out from perps instead of uh, two innocent women. And um, also I wanted to mention that um, uh, nowhere on our website, uh, in our literature, in our conversation, do we ever encourage anything like suicide. I know Uh, that. You know, so just just for the record. Of course. And uh, although I agree with this gentleman who was speaking uh, just now, I don't think suicide is really a, an option, but I can see how it can be for some people. And that's all. Listen, yeah, they're, they're using radio frequency hypnotic intracerebral control. They're forcing people to commit suicide. They're not necessarily committing suicide. And to do these horrific acts, they're not doing them on their own. They're using hypnosis. They're using frequency hypnotic intercerebral control. Um, and this is a, a, a weapons hypnosis. This is not the hypnosis that you see on television or at the theater. This is a weapons-grade hypnosis where they de- destabilize the brain. But the targeted individual must accept it. You must accept the, the, the hypnotic state. If you, if you refuse to accept the hypnotic-induced state, then they cannot force you to commit suicide or to kill other people. They're using a radio frequency biocommunication signal to induce the target to accept the command under radio frequency but not intracerebral control to commit these horrific acts. Hey, Derek. Derek, can you hear me? He, he, he was on earlier. This is Brian, too. Go ahead. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear yes, you. I can hear you. Uh, hey, Derek, this is Beth. I'll hang back. I, I just want to, I want to back up for a minute. When FFCHS was created, there were a lot of us that had either tried to commit suicide, and that includes myself. And let me tell you something. When you make a decision to commit suicide, it's not an easy decision. You sit there for a long time, and you decide how you want to choose your weapon and how you want to die. And you can sit there and you can blame technology all you want to. There's a lot more than technology that's involved in it. There's a lot of people that are around you that are involved in it. There's a lot of reasons why people commit suicide. A lot of it has to do with trauma. That's real trauma, not induced trauma by any weapon. It's real trauma that has happened in your life that has caused you to come to the to the conclusion that you have a lot of heartache. There There is weaponry that is involved. I do agree with that. But when someone makes a decision to commit suicide, it's not an easy decision. 
And if there's anybody on this call that thinks that it is, it isn't. And there's two different ways that someone commits suicide. It's either internal or external. They either take their own life or they take somebody else's life. Men are more often to take somebody else's life. And, and females are more often take their own life. When I came to the FFCHS, when this when FFCHS first came into fruition, there were a lot of us that were struggling, looking for some place, some place to go, somebody to talk to about what we were going through. And at that point in time, FFCHS was a hope for everybody, and it still is. So for somebody to say that it's causing people to commit suicide, that's wrong. And there are people, there are perpetrators that come onto the calls. You're going to get that anywhere. Anytime you go on any type of a talk, talk show, you're going to get hecklers. You're going to get people that just don't have a clue or don't want to have a clue and think that it's a game. Those are the people that are causing this stuff. That isn't a weapon. Those are real people that are sitting there people. doing this stuff. And I just, be quiet, people that, okay? Be quiet. Hold on, I don't want to hear it. I don't want, I don't. I don't want to hear it anymore that it's that it's weapons that are doing it, okay? These are real people. These are people in people's families. When someone tries to prosecute someone, their families come after them. That's not a weapon. This is the shit that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about any cell tower. I'm talking about the reality, okay? There was most of those crimes. I live in Florida. Most of those crimes uh, are suicides. A lot of them have happened here in Florida. We just had... A couple of days ago, we had a man who beheaded his mother. This is the type of crap that's going on here, and it's at least two or three times a week. Now, the sheriff that's here in Pinellas County, he's looking to change the way that people of Baker acted, and he's looking to change the way that people get out of the hospital from being Baker acted. Now, in order, it's a chance, I think, for all of us to come forward and step forward and talk to this man and at least let him know that there are outside influences, whether it is technology or whether it is people that are doing this stuff. Because it's not going away. It's People have been doing this since for a long time, and it's only getting worse. And part of the problem is the fact that it's the weaponry piece of it by the government. They're using it to try and control terrorism. Well, it's affecting every American. It's not just affecting people that are terrorists in this country. It's, it's affecting, I mean, we have had since 1997 more, <coughs> more crime as far as families, families being killed, people walking into schools and, and killing students. I mean, we have had more types of manslaughter, of mass murder than since 1997 because of all of this stuff, because of the war because of 9-11, and it's getting worse. The government thinks that it's okay to use this technology to track terrorists and to track other people. What's affecting every American. It's not just affecting the terrorists. And we need to get the police. We need to get the police to understand. And, Derek, I hope you don't take it personally, okay, because it has nothing to do with you. You've done a phenomenal, phenomenal job with what you've done. Yes. Yeah. You you tackled something that is an issue across the United States and across the world, and you put together a group, you put together call lines, you put together an organization for people to be able to call into when they had an issue because they cannot call a 1-800 number because they will be Baker acted. They cannot call 
anybody else. They cannot talk to their family about this stuff because nobody wants to listen. They don't believe it. What you have done is phenomenal, and don't ever let anybody ever take that away from you, ever. And you feel guilty, and I will come out to California and whack you myself. This has nothing to do with you. This is some this is somebody that is a jerk blaming you for something that you have done out of jealousy. You have done a phenomenal job, and don't you ever let anybody ever take that away from you. Derek, it is not necessary. It, Derek, it is not necessary. Yeah, this is Brian. It is not necessary to... It's not necessary to turn a person into a remote-controlled zombie to get them to commit suicide. They're using weapons-grade hypnosis to force them to commit Brian, suicide. And to do these that, that may I'm be like happening speak. with someone. Uh, can, can you know Brian like, speak, please? It's not okay. happening Hold with everybody. There are two types of information. There's, there's useless information and there's actionable information. I'm trying to give actionable information now. Okay. It is not necessary to turn a person into a remote-controlled zombie to force them to commit suicide or these other horrific acts. They're using a type of program. It's a weapons-based, weapons-grade hypnosis. They're using what's called intracerebral radiofrequency hypnotic control. It works similar to when you see people on television, when you see people on the, uh, on, in the theater, and they quack like a duck or bark like a dog. What, what has to happen for, the, for these horrific acts to occur, for, for suicide or these murders to occur, for the targeted individual, the mind control victim, to accept the, the induced state. If you are able to maintain situational awareness and read active memory, short-term memory, then you can prevent this from happening to yourself. You're not, they're not turning people into remote-controlled zombies to kill, to kill people, to kill themselves. They're using hypnosis Radio frequency hypnosis. Okay, all right. Well, Brian, um, I think your point is well taken. Brian, um, okay, you made your point. Um, There's also things like subliminals that are happening. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, and I think that's the case of like Aaron Alexis. That's probably what was going on with Myron May as well. Right. And that, and I'm in Florida, and it is it is so bad here. It's not even funny. I mean, it's pe- people are doing it to each other. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why that this is happening. It's not just the government doing it. There are literally groups of people that are doing this on purpose. Uh, Derek, they know how question. to do the natural way, and that's what's happening. We need to look at both okay. pieces of it. Uh, Derek, may I ask a question? To, yeah, who's there? Uh, this, this is Sandra. I, just, um, I came in just when you were saying, John. You mean John in New Jersey? No, this is a John. Oh, this okay. is a John in Florida some years ago. You might remember him, Cassandra. Um, he was the one that was uh, working with uh, Dr. Ballard, and he was trying to to help people to. Um, he was trying to find some way to disable implants, and he had a few uh, community conference calls where he was trying to get the community. Uh, involved in his project. I do remember he wanted to go like from state to state, or he was um, he was asking for funds to be sent. Yeah, he, he was could fundraising. Do re- yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, Derek, is did did you? I didn't hear all of what you said. Had you started the recording where I can go back and listen to where you started yeah, at the beginning? Yeah. All I'm recording. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. Hello. Welcome. 
Yeah. Hello. This is yes, Lorraine in Canada, and I just joined your group. Hi, Lorraine. Hi. I believe everything everybody's saying, but I, I, I think it's true that not everybody is being treated the same way. Like, I'm being treated by uh, the Church of Scientology, L. Ron Hubbard's uh, Game of Fair Play, um, where they alienate you from society. I've been alienated from society for 10 years now, seven in Massachusetts. And then I fled home to Canada, and I've had alienation here for three years, and I've been, I'm new, about, I'm a newbie, about a week or two in this group, and I've been introduced to like three or four people, and uh, I'm being alienated by them. It's very hurtful, you know, to have... Are they in the Canada, uh, Canada or the United States? Yes, uh, I, I started talking to um, uh, Deborah Todd out of Virginia Beach. She mm-hmm. was going to e- email you or give you a call and let you know what I'm going through, because... I want, I'm in Alberta, and I want to get to British Columbia, and they introduced me to two people in B.C., and um, no one's talking to me. <laughs> it's like they've gotten okay, to them well, already. Uh, yeah, there's Lee, and, and I mean, she's she's great. I'm not sure why she wouldn't be talking to you, unless, um, well, I don't know. She, she talks to everybody, especially well, if they move there. There's this woman. Uh, her name is uh, Marika Bandera from Toronto. And uh, she contacted me and told me not to tell anybody that I spoke to her. But she comes from Toronto, and we have a new chief of police starting uh, this week. And he's from Toronto, and it's it's just really scary. I mean, it doesn't feel very supportive for me, but I'm only talking about a couple of people. I know it's the Christmas holidays, you know, maybe I'm speaking too soon, but they're not answering my phone calls or my um, emails. And well, um yeah, I would, um, there's, you know, hundreds, thousands of people in this group, so um, if you're not getting a response from a few, then I would say keep keep networking because there are some good people here. Well, I'm looking to get to British Columbia from Alberta. I'm a woman alone, and after 10 years of being alienated on welfare, I've, I used to walk five miles a day, and now I'm, I, I can barely walk. And um, well, I there's, a, my... there's a good group on the uh, on the West Coast there. Um, and Lee would be the contact. Um, I don't think Who? she's not speaking to you. Lee Dennis? You, I I I, uh, I emailed her a couple of times and I called her, but she just seems too busy or too involved in her own situation as well as I'm waiting to hear from Lee. Um, let me see, what's her name here? Oh, shoot. Now I can't find it. Can you get her? Debbie, Debbie Newhook? Debbie Newhook? Oh well, she. Well, I don't know. I would say I would say keep trying. Uh, you know, Lee is somebody that, uh, as far as I know, is kind of uh, coordinating that network on the West Coast. So, so um, just you know, I would say give her another call or whatever, and try to talk to her and uh, see if you can see if she can give you a couple of contacts if she's too busy. I got an email address of a Kay Ryan in Massachusetts. I emailed her, but she hasn't responded. I mean, maybe oh, they she's have. Probably real busy. She's probably real busy. You know, all these people you've named are, you know, uh, leaders, and you know, if they're not busy, they have, you know, targeting issues that they might be dealing with. So right. just kind of, kind of keep that in mind, also. Did you receive a call from Deborah Todd or an email about me? Because she said she was going to contact you first. She yeah, wanted me to, yeah. 
and I'm yeah. also very, very busy. And okay. All right. Yeah. I would say I would, I would recommend that you try to, to reach out to those that are not as busy as us, you know, mm-hmm. Kate, Kate Lee and I, you know, we're all like group leaders and things like that. You're picking the busiest people to talk to to say that they're not responding. Well, like I said, it is a Christmas week. I am new, and I don't mean to sound like a crybaby, you know, um, or dissing anybody. It's just it's it's getting scary here. Also, the conference calls are filled with people that, that are there to talk, so I would say visit there and you make lots, lots of new friends. Has anybody else, the, has anyone else been alienated by, by L. Ron Hubbard's uh, um, situation called Fair Game? Okay. Um, what is your hey, name? Eric, does does she call in during the week every night? Yeah. Uh, is is call, it Lorraine? What is her name again? Please? Yes, Lorraine. You want me to call in okay. every night and try to make contact with people? Yeah, I would okay. recommend you do that. And because on Saturday we have we usually have a topic, and we're trying to stick to that. Okay. Um, but during the week is when you have um, you have the, the greatest chance of meeting uh, people that you can talk to and and. Uh, and network with things like that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Derek. All right. Derek, yes. using a toy they're using a toy gun. The clones are using a toy gun. The electronic brain to brain interface, the electronic headset that the clone is wearing, the individual behind the desk at the fusion center. They are able to use radio frequency hypnotic control by going through the signals, the methods that a person uses in order to commit these crimes. They have props. They have toys that they use and one of the things that they use is a toy gun and they'll put the gun to their head or they'll aim the gun at, at, at a particular object um, while they're sitting in, in a in a in a office behind a desk monitoring a supercomputer using that fabricated and falsified strain that we've talked about of electric they're actually using props like toy guns and uh other, other like knives and other um instruments in order to force you know people that? into this Okay. Uh, I can't. I can't Brian, explain. Okay, I can't, Brian. I can't explain how it works. Okay, that's that's fine. We kind of need oh. to kind of keep moving here. We have some people. Do they use like a high pitch sound? Hello. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There. there are times. There are times during the day that I get this high pitch sound that's so high. Okay. Um, guys, Hello? can we kind of get back to our topic? We're talking about. Um, this uh, Anthony Burwood article and anybody's views and opinions about that. Eric, this is Connie. Eric, this is Connie. I have something to say. I would never will never commit suicide. If somebody is blaming, it's because I was banned on Joe's Tuesday night call. And when you ban a TI and then you bash them and you lie about them and you defame them and you make slanderous statements and then you've got TI saying, yeah, she's a perp, she's a perp, nobody really knows me, but I have become very good friends with many, many TIs. I have helped TIs. I am not trying to buy friends by giving organite to them. I am trying to give them good energy so they don't get cancer like I did, and I really resent freedom bashing me and gang stalking me and you know what i it's no sweat off my back but if anybody is blaming freedom for committing people committing suicide i can understand why i would never 
commit suicide. No matter how bad freedom or any of these TIs bash me, you don't know me. There are TIs, some TIs that know me a little bit better, and I have been there for them. I have been going to TI's houses and helping them. Maybe I haven't donated a ton of money. Maybe I don't have a ton of money. But that's nobody's friggin' business. And no moderator should use their platform to mute me and then bash me. And no other TI should sit there and tell moderators my personal business that I told them. If you want to find out the truth, Google these people. I am not trying. uh, Connie, let me just respond to you briefly. I mean, you're saying the FOCHS or the Freedom is is doing some of these things. Well, Freedom is not, we're not officially doing anything like that. I mean, there are individuals that you might have a disagreement with, but as an organization, no, we do not do that. Derek, it's a moderator who did this, and they are representing freedom. Okay, like I, I said, these are these are individuals. As an organization, we are trying to instill hope. We are trying to instill unity. We are not trying to encourage people to bash each other. We're not trying to bash uh, uh, anyone. We're trying to work together for this. It's the only way we're going to make it. And, Derek, when you They're mute using- people and you ban them from calls, that is not right. I mean, I'm not – I was told I wasn't the first one. Don't feel bad. You're not the first one. You won't be the last one. That doesn't make me feel better. I don't need freedom. I was glad that I, you know, met freedom. I used to talk to you a lot in the summer. I helped with the radiothon up until I had to represent myself in my cases against the government. So, you know, I just think you should really, I mean, I sent you an email. I sent you, I left you a voicemail. I didn't get a response to either one, which I was quite surprised after spending so many hours in the summertime with you, one-on-one, on the phone, and helping, trying to be an activist. And for people to bash me and call me a perp and say that I'm trying to take down freedom, I go to Corey's call because he doesn't mute people, unlike some of the moderators here at Freedom. It's not against Freedom. It's because I believe in exchanging information and helping people and people helping me. I don't believe that people should dominate the call, and that's all I have to say. All right. Thank you, Connie. All right. Next caller, please. Yes. Hi. This is Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Thank you again so much, uh, Derek. Um, It's... It's just incredible what you've been able to pull together. However, I would like to say that I do have a concern uh, that there is a kernel of truth to perhaps the website um, leading you and then dropping you off. Um, And that is, to me, the shielding section is quite incomplete, and that would give hope to people if it was complete. that's okay, what do you, you mean know, um, unless I have um, been cyber stalked and I can't see um, much. I there isn't much on the shield in the shielding section. There were only like uh, two paragraphs. Is that correct? Two paragraphs. Yes. In the shielding section. Yes. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff in the shielding section. Um, why do you only see two, uh, two paragraphs? So maybe um, I'm heavily cyber-stalked and I, I can't access it. Uh, yeah, you must be. There's a, um, there. Well, the last time I looked, let me look again. 
there's uh there's lots of stuff there in the shielding section. Like how much how much stuff that I'm not saying? Pages? Yeah. Uh, last time really? I last time I looked. Well let me just check real quick. Um, while you're checking, um I would like to thank Connie. Um I found her to be very helpful. Um when I've heard her come on and she did mention to me about the poly shield um shielding uh the insulation, whatever it is, four by eight sheets. And um in fact, um the perps have not been letting me buy it. They they um they call call Home Depot before I get there and they either remove it from the shelf and they tell me they go into the computer and tell me that they they don't have it anywhere they can't order it. I've tried to send other people to pick it up and they give them the wrong thing. Uh, so uh, right, well, I'm in I'm, Florida. Okay, I'm looking at the shielding section. It's way more than two paragraphs. Uh, I'm not sure why you're not seeing all of it. So I get calls, I get uh, comments occasionally from people that have been to the shielding section and they find it very helpful. So uh, you might try this computer, maybe you'll get a different result. So, um, so I'll I'll check again, but there was yeah, there was very little information there, and um, I think it's a source of hope. So I hope that. Um, when I go look again, I can see everything. Um, yeah, I hope, you, I hope you do. There's a lot there. Okay. Well, mine is like uh, that too. Yours is like what? Yeah, I can. I can't really see much either. I guess I didn't know there was more because I can only see like a couple of paragraphs as well. Yeah, there's only a couple of paragraphs. Uh, interesting. So um, that would oh, be. Oh, well, you know what? Um, Looks like um, okay. Uh, does it make a difference if, to switch it down? There's a there's version? a drop down. Okay, listen. Okay, yes, uh, one into the drop down. There is a drop down box. You just click on that, and it says uh, Dr. Duncan shielding and the other shielding. So, um, yeah, in this one section, there is just a couple of paragraphs, but. Um, if you if you click on the drop down box, you get my And would you say that that section is complete, uh, Derek, as compared to what is discussed uh, on the conference calls? Is that a complete well, list? The shielding section will never be complete because it's always changing, always new ideas. So I recommend that you check the newsletters, that you listen to uh, the, the calls, the uh, weekly calls, the Saturday calls for shielding information that's always changing and is always new information. So. Okay, and, and one more question about uh, the meters. I do have one meter that I was able to get without them tampering with the meter um, in the mail. However, I did contribute to the meter fund, and I, I mean, how do you plan on distributing those, those meters if they tamper with mail? In particular, uh, the U.S. Postal Service is tampered with. Well, um, we haven't really had that issue uh, very often. Um, 
Right. So my my mail is heavily is opened up, and my electronic devices are all uh, tampered with. Okay. If uh, where do you live? I live in Florida, and I have every kind of harassment. Okay. Where, well, my, where, in, where in Florida are you? I'm in Florida also, and I'm over by the Tampa area. Uh, I'm in uh, Deerfield Beach near Fort Lauderdale, Boca. Okay, you have a bunch of TIs that are down in that area. Avira Williams might be a good contact for you. Do you call Hi. in? And this is to everybody. Do you guys call in on this call that are on every night? There's a conference call list that's on the website. There are many, many people that go on the conference calls every night and talk. And that's what the conference calls, that's why Derek created those, was for everybody to go on there and to be able to talk on a nightly basis. Do you guys uh-huh. talk on those? Yes, but um, sometimes um, there are some people on there that, that are allowed to talk in, at length and they give um, incorrect information. I've heard a lot of um, things, you know, uh, I don't want to name any names, but sometimes you have to ferret things out. And um, it, it can be kind of scary to someone new to hear incorrect uh, information. And Saturday nights, you know, Derek's available and um, Brian's available to ferret out um, anything that might be incorrect. Derek, did you say you're from San Francisco? Derek? What? Oh, are you in San Francisco? No. Oh, I thought you, you're not in San Francisco. Was there someone who was from San Francisco? I was uh, this earlier. Is, this is Alec. I'm from San Francisco, Lafayette. Um, oh, okay. Because I, I'm Kim. I was, I'm in San Francisco, and I was trying to find um, so, like people to connect with. I don't know if it'd be appropriate if I could. Um, sure. Is there, um, there, is there can, a support group or in San Francisco? Uh, it's pretty lame in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. As far as the, uh, I tried to contact the uh, person in San Jose. He's on the buddy list, and this person has never called me back. But you, uh-huh. and for Lorraine in Canada and Kim yeah. right here, uh, you can contact Derek and ask for my phone number, and you're welcome to talk to me. Um, and thank you. Who are you again? Uh, my name's Alex. A L E C. A L E C. Yes, so you can call me, and I'll. Lorraine from Canada can call me too. Um, one of the things I wanted to also say is to reiterate: um, when you're first targeted, and a person's first targeted, they do not know what's happening to them. So um, it's very uh, unnatural, and they don't know what's going on. So that's the most dangerous time for a person. Uh, to commit suicide. So once you understand the equipment and understand what's going on, then uh, that becomes uh, a different ball game. Um, I personally have listened through BTK, my gang stalkers, I know who many of them are, say suicide, suicide, suicide. I've listened to that like a million times over eight years, two months. And I want people to know that their program, aside from Letting you know, letting them ruin every moment of your life and counteracting everything that you try to do, 
Uh, part of their program is to get people to commit suicide or to randomly kill others. And I heard this uh, over their headset microphones from a person from the Air Force who came out as kind of a middle management kind of thing to, you know, check out my gang stalking because I got all kinds of people involved. And his he when he first came on, he saw, well, he's not going to commit suicide. And they were like, no. He's not going to randomly kill other people. And they were like, no. So, um, for example, I heard uh, there's a person that lives in a condo across, diagonally across. Uh, he was out there, and I was walking outside, and he was by the trash cans, and he was like, suicide, suicide. So I'm going to, you know, they moved him out because I would have, if I saw him again, you know, there'd be a problem. Um, and then in the library, one time, there was a person sitting in front of me, and he was saying, suicide, suicide. And they were trying to, you know, do that. And I watched him say this stuff right in front of me because I was looking at him. So uh, I never saw him again because if I saw him again, you know, uh, there'd be a problem. I'd have to, you know, say something to him, so to speak. So, um, you know, th this is part of their program. I want people to understand that. And uh, this is part of it. So, you know, don't do it. Because <laughs> I've listened to this stuff over a million times. And they occupy my mind, you know, minute by minute with this stuff. And it's hard to have, like, freedom of thought, et cetera. So I just want people. And those people, feel free to get my number and talk to me. And, um, you know, Alex. hopefully it can be some help. Yeah. Are you the last name, Francisco? Uh, I'm in San Francisco. I'm right now in the Bay Area. I'm in like Lafayette and in San Francisco because I'm kind of okay. in between. Do you mind if I get if I got your number? Because I'm just trying to find any uh, people to keep it, you know, local contact. Sure. With. Yes. Yeah. Feel. I mean, call Derek. He's got my number, and he'll give it to um, you. I don't have his number. Um, I can get one to my number. My name is Kim. Okay. Uh, my number uh six five zero. Hey, uh, Kim, don't give your number out over the phone. Okay, you don't right. know who's on here. Well, all okay? the perpetrators exactly. already have it. <laughs> don't don't ever, have don't ever don't ever give uh, your number over the phone. Derek's phone number is my email. Okay. Well, hi, okay. Uh, well, guys, I mean you can have my number. It's five one three five six eight one six three five. Do you go out last names, Alex? Yeah. What's area code? Five one three. Yeah, five six three one six three five. What's the area code? Five one three. Five six eight one six three five. Alex, what is your last name? I'm not going to keep it out right now, but you can uh, you can you can call me. Okay. Uh, feel free to call me for sure. Okay. 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 Uh, we're talking about uh, the Anthony Furwood website. Uh, if anyone has any more uh, insights or uh, comments about that, we'd like to hear about that. Uh, yes, I'd like to make a comment about it, Derek. Uh, I was unaware of it until someone showed me what the topic was for the night, but uh, this is Dwight. Uh, I think this website, I, yeah, I think this website may be useful to us. Uh, it's showing a trend. It, it, it is showing you know that we as members are not uh, uh i don't know we we have to go in there and further explain that we each have our own individual problems and no group group member is is causing us to uh panic and and have any experiences but uh you know we we have to make people realize this is a place 
FFCHS is a place where you come in to, uh, you know, complain about these problems, not uh, be hypnotized by a speaker, but uh, every every targeted individual knows that uh, what what this is about, that it's not coming from any group, that we joined the group after we realized we were targeted. Uh, I don't know. This this could be positive, even though it's a little morbid, but uh, it's... it's it is a statistic that that may have something that uh, will bring us more out in exposure. Okay, well that's an interesting angle, Dwight. Hello. Uh, any other thoughts about the hospital? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess the, the concern I had was that uh, the the impression, and it, this has been um, promoted by some others, that uh, that we are encouraging somehow suicide among the community, which is outrageous. And what is the yeah. fellow's last name? Anthony what? F O R W O O D forward. I I guess Derek we. Uh, you need to have a good disclaimer on the website saying that uh, your uh, FFCHS is merely a support site, and uh, you know, of course, uh, I, I don't know how they how they think this this would be in line with the George uh, George Jones thing or anything like that, but. Uh, at this point, I'm not sure either, but... Uh, okay, is someone going to make a comment? Okay, well, anyway, uh, basically the idea he's promoting is that we're supposed to call it. This one's to... to um, make people aware that this exists because I get, sometimes I get comments, I get questions. Uh, this link has been floating around Facebook, so I thought we should address it. Well, I know that I know that you've been trying oh, yeah. to bring it out into the public as much as possible. Well, all he cares about is politics and the game he's playing with stuff. Okay, it looks like there's some others who are trying to see uh, here. Sorry about that. Hold on. Yeah, somebody has some speakers on and is playing a video. If you wouldn't mind turning your speakers down. Hi, this is Deborah in Western Washington. Hi, Deborah. 
I think FFCHS should write a disclaimer in red letters on the website and possibly also post it on Anthony's website. I don't know if that's possible. The same wording and then never respond to any of his posts again. That's all I have to say. Yes, all I have to say is also, uh, I don't appreciate you when I go on the calls and when people are speaking, I get muted sometimes because I, in my mind, I have an opinion that I agree with. And also that, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, sorry about that. I'm, I'm trying to find out where this noise is coming from, so... Yeah, there are there are Ted. There's a lot of perpetrators that are around too, around people's neighborhoods that are attached to somebody right now. Yeah. Derek, this is people from Canada calling in. This is a guy in South America calling in. Okay. Uh, this is who? Um. Derek, uh, this is Brian in South America. Um, they're using they're using psychic driving. It's just, um, they're using psychic driving to force yeah. force the, those people. Where um, information is used in a looping pattern on the brain. So those, those people are, those people were not were not committing suicide because they were traumatized or in great pain, but because they were programmed a looping pattern in their mind using psychic driving. Psychic driving is just replaying of information. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. Kill you over and over and over in the mind Brian, of the target while they sleep. Brian, have you ever tried to commit suicide? I just would just really like to finish speaking, if it's okay. No, I, I'd like for you uh, to answer answer the question. No, let him finish his speech, please. Okay, well, Brian, you know, just try not to repeat all the things, those negative things that they are repeating to others because that that's triggering and that's, you know, it's not productive if you wouldn't mind. No, no, uh, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that they're, what they're doing is to try to focus on FFCH. When FFCH is not a suicide prevention line, so it's not possible, but but these people, the, the, the problem is that, that, that the, technology, the technology forces an induced state of, 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 of hypnosis where the person must accept the signal. If you don't accept the signal in your induced hypnosis, you don't commit suicide. It's only when you accept the signal, you, you consciously, not subconsciously, but you consciously sub, uh, accept the force telling you to kill yourself, and then you act on it. If you do two things, you can prevent that from ever happening. If you maintain situational awareness, be hypervigilant, not about your surroundings, but about your thoughts. And two, you learn to read short-term memory, the last, uh, uh, the last thing you thought about in the last 30 seconds. That's short-term memory. It's called active memory. If you do those two things, then you can defeat their technology trying to get you to commit suicide. They have used this technology on me, uh, telling me I should kill myself. But I was, able to I was able to determine that these were not my thoughts. These were artificial impulse <coughs> injections. These impulse injections, were, I was able to determine a pattern. If you maintain situational awareness and you learn to read active memory, short-term memory, your last thoughts in the last 30 seconds, then you can, deter, you can tell that they're artificial. 
not real, not actual. They're trying to make it so you cannot differentiate their own uh, artificial inter- uh, uh, internal voice from your own natural internal voice. So they play that voice over and over again in your head. Kill yourself. Commit suicide. Kill somebody. Go kill your mother. Kill your father. Okay? This is called psychic driving. And what they're doing is they're using psychic driving on target individuals in their sleep to force them to commit suicide. But if TIs don't accept the, the, the signal in the, in the induced state, they can force the induced state through, uh, through uh, radio frequency intracerebral uh, hypnosis. They can do that. But, but it, it's not necessary to turn a person into a, a, a remote-controlled zombie to get them to kill themselves or to get them to kill other people. All they have to do is accept the signal. But if you learn to read active memory, your last 30 seconds of thoughts, if you learn to read active short-term memory and you maintain situational awareness, meaning you're hypervigilant about your thoughts, then you can defeat their program, psychic driving, to force you into that hypnotic state to kill yourself or to kill other people. So they're not just causing you know, uh, us to, to, uh, to do these horrific acts um, against ourselves. They're actually hypnotizing people in their sleep. One lady, Dr. John Hall, uh, planted cameras in a lady's house and because they couldn't figure out how the perps were getting in. They just locked it tighter than Fort Knox, and still the perps were getting in every night. So they planted a camera in, in this lady's house, Dr. John Hall did, and, and they found out that they were hypnotizing the woman in her sleep with psychic driving. She was getting up and unlocking the door for the perps. That's how they were getting in every night. They were using psychic driving on the woman to make her get up out of bed, walk to the door, and then unlock the door, and then go back and and lay down on the bed again and go to sleep. It's called psychic driving. They're using the same technology, the same program to force people to commit suicide and to force people to do these horrific acts against other people. What about the physical aspects, too? Maybe some people are getting, you know, the, the electric, the torture stuff, like, so bad. That it's, there's no and it's, there's no way out, so that could be another reason that people do that as well. Well, I mean, yeah, surely some people have, are responding to the fact they can't take it anymore. Okay, but those people who generally can't take it anymore don't run around killing you know, the next door neighbor or their or their employees or walking into a library and shooting innocent people that have nothing to do with anything. Okay. I was just talking about the suicide aspect of the born killing oneself. I could see how like the pain well, those people can be suicide. so bad physically they, too. Well, yes, but I'm not talking about murder, but but I, what I'm saying is it's the same thing. Whether it's murder or whether it's self-murder, they're using psychic driving on targeted individuals. Well, to, that's what I'm saying. It's not necessarily the same thing, and it could be from the physical pain. They just can't take it anymore. That's just a, that could be one aspect of it. Everybody probably has a different, you know, situation. And yes, and that's exactly my point is is that is TI targeting when it's coming from electronics. There is natural stuff that is happening to a person that can drive yeah, a lot to, of the to suicide. A lot of the and, uh, and that we need to talk about also. Or that coupled with the fact that their life has been, like, destroyed, like everything taken from them, and they can't have a normal life, you know, like exactly. apart from the work or have anything that people usually, you know, have or are able to do. So that together with Listen, the I'm trying to touch mind I'm is... Trying to tell you how, what I'm trying to do is tell you how to defeat this psychic driving. If you play music at night in your sleep or you play white noise, 
continuously like a fan or like thunderstorms, rain. Uh, you play that audio over and over or that white noise over and over in your sleep. That's when you're most vulnerable. That's when they're using this technology on you to hypnotize you, to do these things, to plant suggestions, etc. Psychic driving. You defeat psychic driving by, by introducing noise, stimuli into the environment while you're sleeping. Some people can sleep very well with music. Some people can sleep very well with white noise. Okay, it, acts, it, acts, it actually disrupts the biocommunication signal between their supercomputer and your brain. It's, it's very effective. That might help like, like for the mental aspect, but not for the physical. It's not going to help for that. The, the physical acts of, of, of committing these horrific crimes are caused by the, are caused by the, by the mind control programming. I'm talking about the People physical pain. I guess you haven't, maybe you haven't been attacked physically that bad, but I'm talking about the physical pain. So that stuff, that stuff can block, like the, the voice, the skull, stuff like that, somewhat or maybe almost entirely, but not the physical aspects of it. Electronic right. When when your feet are burning, it feels like you have neuropathy all up and down your feet and up in in your legs. Yeah, but that's that's or the heart rate. Oh, you're out of your soul, or you're like nonstop, like getting zapped all night while you're trying to sleep. That's right. Kind of more than disturbing. Exactly. So and there's there's many aspects to what's going on with us. Yeah, and, we're, we're talking there's, about there's different there's different solutions to different pieces of it, and and it's not when it comes to suicide. I mean, there's there's a lot. It's not just technology that's involved. In it. There's there's a lot of it's it's a whole gamut of things that cause someone to listen. Suicide. Listen, listen. And do you then, know? No, I, do you know what the number? Do you know what the number one cause of death among British and U.S. scientists is? This is, you can look this up, or you can Google this. The I don't care. Honest, honest, honestly, Brian, I don't care about what the number of deaths is by the well, scientists. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a scientist. Now. It matters to them. I'm not a, I'm not a scientist, but but I'm, and neither are these people that are sitting on this phone. We are regular human yeah. beings that end up on disability and can't work <laughs> because of what's being done to us. Okay, mine had nothing to do with technology. Okay, when I tried to commit suicide, that's my point. There was nobody that was telling me to commit suicide. I was molested as a child by three men. Okay, that is the trauma that I carry through my life. And when I went to go try and bring them to trial, okay, to, to pass the laws, I get targeted by my family and disowned by my family. That's not any technology, okay? And that's what some people go through. That is natural. That is pure, hot being broken, and someone being tortured by their own family. That's not technology. And we need to keep that in mind, that there are people that are on here that are not getting zapped or not getting every single day tortured by technology when they go to commit suicide. It is natural causes that are causing natural trauma, I should say, that is causing it. And that's what I'm talking about. There's two pieces. Okay, okay. I hear you. I natural hear you. And what I was going to tell you was, I hear you, I hear you. But what I was trying to tell people was the leading cause of death among British and U.S. scientists is suicide. Okay? The reason this is happening 
is because people most whether whether it's directed energy, whether it's mind control, whether it's you know other other uh, issues that they're dealing with, it, the, the trauma is overwhelming for them. But we're we're focusing on people here in the TI community who have done this. We're not talking about regular ordinary people who commit suicide every day for various reasons. I'm talking about people in the community who are being targeted with mind control programming that are being forced to commit suicide and much more these horrific acts. They're being forced to do it. They're not doing it of their own free will. They sit down and they write a letter, a suicide letter, and it seems like, well, they were in full possession of their faculties and knew exactly what was going on. No, no. What they were doing, they were programmed through psychic driving to commit those horrific acts. That's how it happened. Brian, why is, why is there an that. argument here as to why trying to argue about the reasons that people might commit suicide? I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't we know. could each give like that? our opinion how to prevent it, but I don't understand why there's an argument. But I don't either. I don't either because that's not, we're not here to talk about those issues. I mean, everybody's got about. their own reasons, but maybe we should just give well, our opinions of how to prevent it. Right. We're here to talk oh, well. about issues for the TI community that the TI community is facing, not people you know every day who commit suicide for various reasons. I'm talking about the TI community, okay? That's what we're here trying to talk about. So I don't think there's be an argument about what the reason is. Everybody's got their own reasons, but I think it would be best if we just each give our opinion on how to prevent it for whatever that. reason. Yeah. Make exactly. it a positive thing instead of an argument. Exactly. Sure. Because we're just feeding into the perpetrators wanting us to be irritated and upset. And then we're, is it not good for our health if we argue about it? <laughs> I think it's extremely important for us to understand what technology is being used against us and and what, whether somebody does something terrible because of something happened in their childhood that has nothing to do with this technology. That is it absolutely it absolutely mm-hmm. does have to I'm do not with finished. it. Hey, I finished. You just don't let people finish. That's wrong. I need to understand the technology. So when someone tells me that something exactly is going on, then I can deal with it. It's the reality of what happens when people first get positive is that, now I understood right away it was sound weapons. This was 15 years ago when I went on Google and I got it. And I understood there was somebody on the East Coast who explained it. I knew it was a technology. That's important so people don't start wondering if it's their own mind working or if there's something wrong with them, it's important to know it's the technology. And I do appreciate that Brian is trying to explain that. I wish you'd let him do it. Thank you. Well, let me just say something. Brian is on here almost every night doing it. And there are people that are on here, ma'am, okay? They, there are some people that are on here that do have mental illness, okay? And those people... They, they need to understand that some of it is people's inner voice, and it's not okay for us to be sitting here telling everybody that it's mind control and it's driven by technology. I am a technologist, Hello. And, I also, and I also have a degree in psychology, and I also have a computer science degree. So when I'm saying this, I'm not saying this lightheartedly. I'm saying this because I've gotten targeted in work. I also have the trauma from childhood, and I can see the difference between both. And I know the difference between both, and we need to understand that it comes from childhood trauma along with being targeted as an adult yes. in different ways. Yes. That's my point. Yes, but they Hello? use 
but they yeah, use but the there's technology. a lot of us that don't that haven't gone through a trauma as a child. Mm-hmm. A lot of us have not suffered any childhood trauma, right. and yet we are targeted also. Right. So don't we are about don't, to don't try to associate your traumas or childhood traumas with being a TI as as something different because we're all one in this. <laughs> Exactly, and I have been on. I have been on these calls. I have been on these calls since 2005. I have listened to many stories along the way. There are a lot of people that have trauma from childhood. So when I talk, that's good. But not all of us speak. And I'm not saying all of us. Yeah, you speak. Can I make a comment? Hold on. But but hey, what we have to remember is we can't mm-hmm. allow more of these uh Aaron Alexis's any more of these maids uh, or any more of these people. We we've got to try to reach out more. We've got to expose these and, and maybe we should use this uh uh statistic as as a an exposure piece and say we've got to stop this and maybe we should run a, a campaign saying we have to reach out more we have to get people to understand that what we are going through or experiencing is real and this is not something to take lightly we, we've got to get this exposure what? out what they're okay. doing what they're doing, Dwight, Dwight, what they're doing what what they're doing is they're Can call violence yeah. Okay, I'm glad you talked a little bit already, so let someone else talk, okay? We'll get back to you. Can I Hello? make a comment? I'm still trying okay, to make a comment. Go ahead, okay, go ahead and make your comment, please. Okay, this is uh, Carla. I just wanted to make a comment that the, um, the Exposing InfraGuard blogspot.com, they didn't just discredit Derek and FSCHS. They've also discredited Dr. Duncan, and they have discredited Levi and Kathleen Watterson. So, and when my psychiatrist did a search of Robert Duncan, that site came up first or second in the search. And I don't think that's a coincidence. I think it is, um, you know, a disinfo site. But the other thing is, if you go to the site, and the link is in the newsletter and also the chat room, you can put in a comment. It would be interesting to see if our comments show up, but you can make a comment about any disinformation you find on the site. And um, I just wanted to say a second what Damon said. He made a very good point. You know, and if we were to track or keep track of suicides amongst TIs, I'm sure we have a much higher uh, suicide rate, and, and it's very understandable, but it's something that we might point out to authorities. Um, it's not FFCH's fault, but it's important to keep track of because uh, suicide amongst TIs is, is uh, I suspect, prevalent. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Thank you. They have to okay, thank you, Carla. Hi, hi, yeah. hi. Can I say something? Okay, Hello? hi. Is that, is that, yes, go ahead, please. Hi, this is Lana from Titusville, Florida. Been waiting oh, an hi, hour. Lana. Thank you for letting we me say ahead. something. It's a little bit um, late, but that lady from Florida, she said um, very strange things that she gets some incorrect information. I don't know where. I was going to... Um, uh, remind that we have a Florida support group, which is very active. We have a phone number for this lady if she's still on the call, 305-848-8888. So she can call there. 
Freedom has one eight hundred number. You know, Derek, this is direct the phone calls to you personally. People can get information from other sources. And one eight hundred number that you just established with the Pizza and Telly uh, helpline, is it still uh, still good? Yeah, it's our, it's our same 1-800 number, 571-5618. Right, so people should know where they can call if they have situation. This is a huge stepping stone. Now we struggle to reach out for the people. <laughs> problems. On our part, I just want everybody... I would like to let you know, guys, we are very active here in Florida. We have no other choice. We want to survive. It's very hard here for us. We have uh, spoken with several senators. We have sent a written request for help. We addressed the governor's office. They called us back. We communicate with the big church. I forgot Baptist Church. Um, in Miami, they all showed great interest. They called us back on that call, and we are in touch. So we are raising awareness of what's going on with the directed energy weapons and everything else, guys. And the last thing I want to know, so things will happen um, because a lot of people know now, people in power, um, uh, they are trying to do something. We'll be trying to do something. And we will not give in. And the last thing I would like to tell guys, can you please be polite to each other? That somebody is trying to talk over everybody. For, as a, you know, for me, it's very hard to talk. They broke my vocal cord. And I sit an hour, more, more than an hour, to say something. I'm here for one reason, to, to get help hear about what is going on in, um, you know, in the group, and to be happy for everybody making progress. Please don't be rude to each other, okay? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm from Florida. I value that information. They're using the technology to amplify. They're using the technology to... Every week... Everybody, because we are so outspoken, every week somebody is taking to the mental in Florida. That is why we stick together and work together to get them out of their uh, situation they're getting into. Every Thank week. you so much. Thank you so much. They're using the technology to amplify your, your bad habits, to amplify your trauma, your childhood trauma, okay, whatever... Tr- Whatever bad habits you have, smoking, they're going to make you smoke more. Eating, they're going to make you eat more. Uh, if you're having a de- you know, depression, they're going to make you more depressed. They're going to, it's called bioamplification. That's how they force people into these, into these uh, states where they commit these horrific acts. They're using your bad habits against you. They're able to read your mind during remote neural monitoring to integrate that data back into their system as R&M data and then use it against you by amplifying those bad habits. So if you... For example, if you have a drug problem, they're going to make you do more drugs. If you have a drinking problem, they're going to make you, they're going to make you drink more. Okay, if this, is, this is a weapons program, and this is weapons-grade hypnosis. Psychic driving is a tool that they're using to force targets to commit these horrific acts. Dr. Cameron was, uh, was one of the leading uh, authorities on this. He's in hell now. 
okay? But but he was one of the leading authorities in this in MK Ultra. Okay, when they got caught, they got caught with psychic driving. That's what that's what gave them away. That's how that's how they were discovered psychic driving. Okay, it's a very listen. I, I'm not here just to explain to you what it is. I'm here to tell you how to defeat it. I'm trying to give you actionable information. On these calls, we get two we get two kinds of information. We get useless information and we get actionable information. I'm trying to give you actionable information. You can defeat psychic driving by listening to music or white noise while you're sleeping. Because that's when the psychic driving, the neurolinguistic programming, et cetera, goes on. And when you're most vulnerable, okay, you, it's called mental shielding. Four, four different types of shielding, remember? Passive shielding, chemical shielding, mental shielding, and then jamming. We don't know how to jam this. But we do know methods to shield mentally, okay? And one of those methods, uh, we've talked about before, but one of those methods is that when you're sleeping at night, turn on the music. Listen to music while you sleep. Turn on the white noise. Put the fan up next to your ear. Okay, this disrupts the biocommunication signal that they're using for psychic driving. Brian? Yes. Brian, if I may, uh, this is Michael in Illinois. I'm not disputing your assertions, but I'm just curious about the uh, source. The source is, 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 again, this is not my research or resources. The research and resources that I'm using is from many notable scientists like Dr. Duncan, like Dr. Trower, like many other, many other scientists that I've researched. I went to law school. I'm not a scientist. I have a legal background, but they taught us in law school how to research. Okay, so I took their research, and I was able to, contra- to contrast their research with my own personal experience and with the personal experience of others that I've heard on these calls. And so that's how I've obtained this information. But, the, you know, there, people say that there, there are many ways. There, we need to find a way to, to defeat this, to, uh, to shield, to, to stop this. Listen, the greatest, the greatest shielding mechanism of all is truth. You shall know the truth. I agree. Set you free. I mean, if we, if we can get the truth out, then people can understand what's going on here, then they can understand. Listen, if you learn, I just told you how to defeat it at night. Turn on music. Listen to white noise. During the daytime when you're conscious, you can also defeat it. Psychic driving, neurolinguistic programming, etc., that they're using to force people to commit these things, these horrific acts, and to do other things. Okay, by doing two things: by maintaining situational awareness, meaning becoming hypervigilant. Now, now TIs are normally hypervigilant. I'm not talking about being hypervigilant about your surroundings. I'm talking you need to be hypervigilant about your surroundings. I'm talking about being hypervigilant about your thoughts. Recognize how to read short-term memory. Active memory is what I call it, okay? It's those thoughts you're actively thinking about at that moment in time. That's why I call it active memory. It's, it's short-term memory. Short-term memory, if you learn to read it, if you learn to read short-term memory properly, you can defeat their cognitive magic tricks, okay? Because everything they do is about deception and manipulation, everything. This entire technology, this entire technology is built on deception and manipulation, okay? If you can learn to read active memory, meaning... You read the last 30 seconds of your thoughts. You go back over those. And what thoughts, for Brian? Brian, what kind of thoughts? Because I use deceptive thoughts. I have been using deceptive thoughts for uh, quite a few years now. Why give them the truth? <laughs> Look, um, the, 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 the... No, I, I'm serious. If I'm going to the store... If I'm going to the store... And uh, 
I, I say, I'm going to the doctor's office, and I take off <laughs> in the opposite direction. If I'm doing something else, I always think to myself, something else. If I'm putting in a password and this dog, I, I say cat as I type dog. I, I don't any longer think in a uh, thought pattern that would be uh, to their advantage. So, and, and I'm no okay. longer tortured. So, hey, Dwight, so why, why should I feed Dwight, them? Yes. That's, yeah, I do the same thing you do. And the reason I have to do that is because I'm a technologist. Because I work with, I do IT type work. And I have to do that because they yes. come through they come through everybody at work and they try and steal anything that they possibly can and that is the best thing to do because our <coughs> being you're you using basically using both sides of your brain when you're doing that and it's and they can't they can't track that right so uh, I mean, most, uh, most of the people that think that they're reading thought uh, it's been said that they're actually reading the nerve signal that's going to your vocal cord, that whether you speak a word or not, if you just think in your head a sentence, the, the nerves go to your vocal cords whether you speak it or not. Right. So they're, they're, they're saying that they're picking up on that. So everything I say in my head, I have been deceptive about it for three years. I, I might think <laughs> it, I but when to... I say it in my head, I scramble it up. What I'm saying is you need to filter that, those thoughts. When I say read active memory, read short-term memory, I'm saying memory recall. Memory recall. Filter the last 30 seconds of your thoughts. Anything longer than 30 seconds, that's long-term memory. Filter my, the my last opinion, 30 seconds of your my, my opinion in the whole targeting aspect is you have to be fully aware of your surroundings at all times. You have to <laughs> concentrate on anything you do if you're traveling because they will attempt to involve you in an accident. They will attempt to distract you just for a second. So you have to be fully aware. You also have to think uh, in a psychological manner now because this is psychological warfare. You don't feed the fire. You 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 uh, blow it up. <laughs> And no. and the other and the other thing with using a fan and using because I have used a fan and I also have um, a dream. Yes. It's called a dream machine. The yes, dream those machine are great. has those are great. has the has the rainfall on it. Has the waves. They don't work. Um, if you're getting targeted with V2K, they'll come right through with the V2K right through the device that you're using. So yes, I know they will. John, yes, oh, they will. I know. I know John was working on something, some type of a device. It was a motor that he was actually doing stop. something with it backwards. And I think that probably is better than a dream machine or a fan because they attach yes. to the yes. dream machine it and the fan. Stop. And it won't right. stop the attack. Yes. It will not yeah, the stop the remote the, the motors that John Mecca works, uh, works on sales and all, I, uh, he actually gave me the schematic for those, and, yes, they work. They create what you call harmonics from the motors, which, which interferes with the signals. Right. It doesn't stop uh, the attacks. And they're still going to be able to attack No, it doesn't. You. No, it doesn't. It's it does disrupt. Around. Yeah. Right. They, they, um, just like they can still attack you with directed energy. But mind control is more difficult. And remember, everything that they're doing to you, even the directed energy attacks, so the psychological, the trauma, the physical. Yeah, I'm looking at your comment. I'm looking at your comment. 
Can I make a comment, please? I think sure, this go information, ahead. I think it should, it's important to maybe um, get the, this type of information out because the last three suicide attempts have been homicidal, and there's something to that. You know, I mean, these people went out, you know, Myron Mason with suicide, but he ended up committing homicide. Aaron out, um, Alexis, got, he uh, went in and, and shot all those people. Now Josh, I was, so something's wrong with that picture. And so, I mean, there is some truth uh, here with what Brian is saying. And I think it, it's absolutely correct that they can go in and, and put you in a trance-like state. And, um, and I think that's important information to maybe kind of get out there, you know, amongst us, because it's obvious that they're doing this and it's discrediting our group at the same time. It's a fabricated, falsified stream of energy. When I say fabricated and falsified, I mean the data in the energy, okay? Because that stream, it's not a beam. Oh, you're talking about NBC, Continuous. CBS, and ABC News. <laughs> So it's a continuous, fabricated, and falsified stream of data that's trying to interrupt your memory and thought process. That's how they use saving, okay? They want you to become dependent on their, their impulse injection. They want you to believe that their impulses are your own, okay? System, the remote neural monitoring, the remote neural manipulation system output, okay? Looking for injections feedback. They want, to, they want you to become dependent on their artificial... On their... Especially... On their object, they want you to believe that they're not theirs, but they're yours. Okay, that's to to commit these horrific acts. The basis is always searching for. I call it. I call it integration completion between their supercomputer. Because remember, there's two interfaces. You're dealing with. You're dealing with a supercomputer, which is a brain-to-computer interface. It's constantly monitoring your every thought, because you're remotely tied to that supercomputer, that electronic brain-to-computer interface by a continuous stream of energy. That fabricated and falsified stream, that's what's, that's what's connecting you to that supercomputer 24 hours a day. Okay, and that supercomputer is reading your mind 24 hours a day unless you're able to break the, the stream through rapid or perpetual motion, shielding, et cetera. Okay? But, but they're also using a brain-to-brain brain interface. This is the clone. This is the person that forces the people to commit the horrific act. He's a clone. He's sitting at a desk at a fusion center or some military base. It would have to be because this is top-secret, sophisticated technology. So this is not somebody at his house with, 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 you know, who's brought the, the technology home. This is a fusion center. This is a military base. Okay, and he's sitting in an office at a desk with an electronic headset on his Brian, head. how many people would it take to do that to 300 million people? So he's wearing an electronic headset. It's called a brain-to-brain, an electronic brain-to-brain interface. And he has these props. He has toy knives. He has yeah. toy guns. Too much information at one time. Now, now, how do you know all this, Brian? Just Where are you her. getting your script, Brian? Brian? <laughs> huh? Look, I've, I've gone to the libraries. I've gone on the Internet. If you do the research, there, the information is there, okay? Now, you, you're dealing with a lot of disinformation, misinformation, and misdirection because they don't want you to know the, the basis behind their behind their technology, but it's out there. But people well, put, it, put, it out, put it out, out on the put it out on the internet when you find it with the location, so we can research it. Dwight, I sent it to you. I sent it to you already. I sent it what, to me. Somebody sitting, sitting at a Derek. desk. Somebody sitting at a somebody, desk. Listen, somebody is sitting at a desk right now with an electronic headset on his head. It's called a clone. 
Okay, Dr. Duncan talks about it. Read his books. Okay, Dr. Trump. Listen, it's a, he's a clone. Okay, he's got an electronic headset on his head. He's able to see through your eyes, to hear through your ears, to feel every physical sensation you feel. He has cloned his brain to your brain. How many people can he and do that at one time? And this. Well, the no, Brian, from what I recorded, I've got perps that I've already identified their voices, and they're sitting in front of a computer doing it. They're, listen, the, the supercomputer is capable of hundreds of thousands of calculations per second. The mind, the human mind, can do no more than a few thousand. Okay, the supercomputer can outthink you. That's why often these targeted individuals, these mind control victims, can hear their thoughts out loud internally before they even finish thinking them. It's called bio, no, it's called, excuse me, it's called thought sonarification. Thought sonarification. Okay? <coughs> so so you, you can defeat the mind control by breaking, by rapid or perpetual motion. You can't stop the directed energy attack. They can attack you no matter how fast you're going with directed energy because energy travels at the speed of light. Yeah. However, mind control is more difficult. Can you repeat that again? What is it called? Thoughts, what? Say again. What? What is that called again? Thoughts on our... Well, if you can hear your... A lot of targeted individuals, mind control victims, can hear their thoughts out loud before they finish thinking them. I know, but I didn't... I'm sorry I didn't catch the, the title, though. Thoughts on yeah, okay, okay. It's called, it's called thought sonarification. Sonarification, okay? Like, you know, like a sonar that they use the map to see. Right, thought sonarification. Okay, this is okay. what's happening to me. Yeah. Okay, that's, okay. Let me tell you how that yeah, the slang in okay. perp is it, for uh, the slang for the TI community is parody. Will you repeat that? Okay. Well, uh, I said the slang in the TI community for this is parody, repeating what you're thinking, parody. repeating what you're saying, uh, repetition. And anything repetitive is lethal. Okay, anything repetitive is lethal. They can use these chatterboxes. This is not a real person that's uh, sitting, sitting there talking to you over and over again while you're asleep. This is a chatterbox. This is a special language software they're using to, to repeat over and over the same words to your brain over and over as you're sleeping. It's called neuro-linguistic programming. It's a form of psychic driving that they're using to, to get people to submit these acts. Okay, and, and so... That's that's called that's a uh, uh, that that's that's what I mean when I say it's a fabricated falsified stream. Okay, that's what they're doing to you. That's why they're you're able to hear your voice, your 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 own your own thoughts out loud internally before you even finish thinking them. Because the supercomputer. This is Connie, think- and I'd like to say something. They are doing things through frequencies, and the biggest thing a TI can do is get a ghost detector for three dollars and ninety five cents and do bug detection because in my homes and in the TI's homes that I checked, they put the bugs, they put them in the fans, so don't put the fan up to your head unless you're sure it doesn't have an electronic bug, and what I mean by bug, camera, recorder, microphone. They're using your devices and your electricity to send you the frequencies to get to your brain, and so that's why it's really important to do bug detection in addition to shielding. <coughs> And that's all I have to say, because I found bugs. I know what they look like. I find them in the TI's places, in their lights, in their bathrooms, in their clock radios, in their phones. 
What would they look like in your phone? I haven't actually found the one in my, like, I have a bug in my phone right now. I know I have a bug, but what I do is take out the battery, I wrap it in aluminum foil, and I put it in uh, a case because I can't find the bug in my phone unless I take apart my phone, and this is, like, the third phone that I've had. So, but I have found them in light switches. I found them in outlets. I found um, um, ones in bet- underneath my dishwasher. Um so basically, they're they're planting a bug very close to you. They have cameras on you, probably. Women, they typically go for your bathrooms. Um, they like to put cameras in the bathroom. Um, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, Connie, but I found out where I'm at in Arkansas. This is Willow. They also use mirrors, too. They also use what? Mirrors, like your mirror oh. on your dresser, if you have a mirror yeah. in your bathroom, yeah. wherever you have a yeah. mirror. They watch yeah, the they do. mirror. Mm-hmm. So you use your television to use, to send the rays to you also, because I've had uh, lasers and microwaves and beams or whatever come out of my television and actually hit like my finger and destroy the nerve in the finger. Yeah. They, they, they also do. put the bugs in the TVs. I have a bug in every TV, so I don't watch TV anymore. I have three flat screen TVs sitting on the floor, and I wrap them in aluminum foil, and I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I don't want to give them to somebody yeah. else. I, let, let, yeah. let me explain something. Your brain, just so everybody knows, your brain frequencies go from zero to 60 hertz. 50 and 60 hertz are what TVs most and most technology. The hertz is around is is either 50 or 60 hertz. That's partly how your brain can interface with devices. We have so much technology that has been put up or put in places that there is a lot of interference. That's partly what's going on. And because your brain frequencies are the same as devices, because of the interference and because of different technologies, whether it be natural technologies or whether it be synthetic technologies, that is the the main way that they can actually interface between the brain and communication devices. So so they're using two interfaces. They're using two interfaces against you, okay? All right, the clone that I was speaking about before before I got cut off, okay, is able to do everything you're you're able to do, to feel everything, to see everything, to hear everything, because he's cloned his brain to your brain. So he can sit in a chair and spin that chair around in circles until he's dizzy to make you dizzy, and you will get dizzy, okay? He can he can make he can do he can he can uh, he can hit himself uh, w- w- with his hands in, in, in his chest, and, and you can feel it. Okay, because he has cloned his brain to your brain. There, there's, there's, um, there's, there's the clone in the office. Okay, he's back at a military base. He's back at a fusion center. He's got the electronic headset on. He's also monitoring. That's the electronic brain-to-brain computer, uh, interface. That's what he's attacking you with, an electronic brain-to-brain interface. And he's also monitoring the electronic brain-to-computer interface, that second interface they're attacking you with. Okay, that supercomputer. He's monitoring that supercomputer, but he's also able to manually override anytime he wants. 
Okay? So, so he can... Cl- he can can it clone the through his through telephone? I mean, through his telephone as, uh, as well? Well, they use trigger words. They use trigger scenarios. That's why, uh, you know, situational and conversational scenarios, street theater are so important to gauge, to gauge whether their technology is working properly. <laughs> because... I know what NLP is all about before because I've studied it, and a lot of it has to do with your body language and its manipulation. So with that and with cameras that they have on us, they're profiling us and anticipating much of what we're doing. It's not just the technology. Right, right, right. Listen, when you're, when you're selected for these programs, a profile is developed for you before they ever put you through any torture, any gang stalking, anything happens. They develop a profile. They build a profile on you. And then based on that profile, they have certain kinds of scripts. I told you they have toy guns. They have, you know, not toy knives. Those are props. They have a lot of props. They have different types of toys that they'll use, uh, okay, because the mind control clone is actually looking at the toy. He's playing with the toy, so you think about that toy. Okay, so he's got the toy in his hand. It may be a ball. It may be, uh, you know, uh, uh, some other little toy. But he wants you to think about that toy, so he concentrates on that toy. His brain is cloned to your brain. Okay, so that's, you start thinking about that toy. But they not only operate off props, they also operate off what are called scripts. Scripts. They're like like when, you, when you go in, uh, an actor, actors use scripts to act with. They have to memorize these scripts and then repeat them while they're, while they're filming the show. Okay, these, these are called scripts. They use these scripts against you. They, they determine what it is that you respond to because everything is based on, on gathering uh, response statistics, okay, De- uh, developing a coherent pattern of your responses. So they develop, they, they look at what you respond to, and then, and then they use the scripts, okay? So those scripts are specifically tailored, okay? Behavioral scientists sit down, and they type these scripts into the computer, okay, and they feed it back to the, to the hands-on operator. The hands-on operator is not the NSA or the DOD. The hands-on operator is the CIA and the DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency. That's who's, who, who the clone is. Okay, and he's, I'm not on here because I just want to talk. I'm on here to try to help people understand before they kill me. Instead of yeah. going to kill me, I'm really good. I want you to understand. Stop they saying have that you don't know that they are. They have cloned your brain, Okay. To their brain. The only reason you can't hear everything he hears is see everything he sees and feel everything he feels, okay, because you should. If your brain's cloned to his brain, you should be able to sense everything he senses. There's a firewall. There's a firewall between you and him, and it's not a computer or a software program. It is a living human being, a living human being who has another electronic headset on his head. Okay, he's acting as a firewall, so you cannot... Uh, he, the, the, the clone can, can hear your thoughts and read your mind in real time. He can listen to everything you listen to, that your ears are his microphone, your eyes are his camera. And when he attacks you, he's not, he's not, you know, he's not pushing a button or pulling a trigger. He's actually attacking you with his brain waves. When your leg burns, he's thinking burn her leg, okay? Your, his eyes are the camera. His thoughts are the triggering device. So they're able to clone these uh, they, they clone their people's mind, and then through psychic driving, uh, the, uh, psychic, neuro-linguistic programming is a, is a form of psychic driving. It's a looping pattern that they're using to get people to commit these horrific acts. And they're using props, toy guns, toy knives, etc. and they're using scripts that are specifically but tailored. Brian, if, I, are, can, if are, I can say something again, with the NLP and the hypnosis, 
you have to be a willing participant and you have to purposely yield your free will if you want to participate in that. Are you trying to tell us that they're using the technology to bypass that? Yes, they can bypass it through through radio frequency enter cerebral hypnotic, hypnotic control through 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 uh, uh, through, through, through direct energy hypnosis and radio frequency hypnotic control. They can, but that's turning you into a remote control zombie. Okay, they want they want you to force you to kill yourself, jump off a cliff, or you know, put a that with bypassing your human will, your free will. However, that's not the goal or objective of the technology. The goal and the objective of the technology is to make you believe that their artificial thoughts are yours, that their artificial impulse injections are your own, and then to get you to act on those. So they first have to read your thoughts. That's remote neural monitoring. Then they have to inject, artificially inject, with that remote, with that fabricated falsified stream of energy. They artificially inject impulses, thoughts, emotions, but while you're formulating those thoughts, they read your thoughts and they attack you while you're formulating those thoughts. Then based on that attack, they sit back and they watch you to see if they can predict your choices. That's why they've got people waiting at the grocery store for you when you go to the grocery store because they've already read your mind, okay, and they're wanting to see if their technology is working properly. So they're, they're trying to predict your choices. So, yes, they can bypass your free will with, uh, with hypnotic control, radio frequency hypnotic control. But, again, that's turning someone – you don't need to turn someone. Here's the, here's the entire crux of the phone call. Here's why we're here. Here's what Derek's talking about. You don't need to turn someone into a remote-controlled zombie to get them to kill themselves or other people. All you need to do is use psychic driving over and over again until the point that they accept the, uh, the signal, the biocommunication signal. They accept it. That's important. They must accept it. It's a forced-induced state, just like they can, they, can, they can put you to sleep in a forced-induced sleep. They can put you into a forced-induced sleep. They can make you go to sleep and knock you out with energy, okay? What you need for, for, for psychic driving to work properly, neurolinguistic programming, uh, et cetera, you need to accept the signal, okay? The guy that blew his truck out and killed all those people, who, blew, who used a shotgun to kill everybody with, he accepted the signal. Susan Watkins in Kansas City, she accepted the signal. These people were still able to think and to function. They had what appeared to be their own proper faculties and, 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 and cognitive abilities that they, that they weren't being forced to do anything. So that's why they were able to write suicide letters, or, 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 or this Myron Mays was. But, so it looks like, well, they, you know, they did it on their own. No, no, they accepted the signal, the biocommunication signal. If you play music, if you listen to white noise at night, it will disrupt the biocommunication signal. It doesn't mean they're not going to be able to attack you with voice control and direct energy weapons, et cetera. They will. But mind control programming is not about just voice to skull. Mind control programming is about you accepting their artificial impulse injections, their artificial thoughts, emotions, et cetera. It's designed to... Two things. Um, um, okay, hey Brian. Hey, Brian. Um, that you made on a previous post program. You said can interfere I have another question for you, Brian. Follow the algorithm. Okay, uh, Brian. Okay, hold on a second. We have lots of people that uh, are unmuted at the moment. Hold on a second, Brian. Um, I just want to give some others that have not had a chance to speak a chance to talk. If you have not had a chance to speak, 
uh, feel free to do so now. Okay, as usual, it's quiet. Well, I'll right. ask a question if I can. Brian, if Dr. Duncan and, and Dr. Trower know so much about how this, all this technology works, how it's being, being utilized against us, why don't they have the answers as to how we can deal with it? Can do. They, they have done all they can do. They, they risk being assassinated as it is. Okay, Dr. Duncan is probably surprised he's still alive. A lot of the information that I have, I stumbled upon on the Internet. There was a, there was a um, again, it's not my research or resources. It was a brilliant scientist who made an uh, anonymous comment on a website that I caught and I quickly downloaded, okay? I've never been able to find that comment again, okay? And that, that comment was very long and detailed, and I was able to use it. That what is it? Well, I sent it. I sent it to a bunch of people. Uh, a letter that I wrote for this channel interview. Uh, um, but uh, I'll send it to you again. Derek has it. Derek can post it on his website. It's actually how the technology works. But the point is. Well, I mean, I'm looking, is, I'm looking for answers as to how to, you know, defeat the technology. Okay, you defeat the technology in, in four ways. Really, five. Okay, five. But you can defeat it in four ways. The fifth way. Technology. It's the fatal flaw that they have in their technology. Okay, the fifth way is is uh, called uh, the conscience, and that's that's totally different. But I'll tell you the four ways to defeat the technology, and I've told Dwight this and, and Derek and others. Multitasking, doing more than one thing at one time or thinking more than one thought at one time, okay, such as reading a book and listening to music or reading your Bible while following along on a, a video commentary on the Internet. That's called multitasking. You do more than one thing at one time, and what it does the ability to build a coherent pattern of your thoughts. In order for them to be able to, to control your mind, to program your mind, they first have to understand your thought pattern. So they're looking to develop a coherent pattern of your thoughts, your behavior, your habits, your emotions, etc. Okay? But when you're doing constantly listening to music and then doing something like whistle while you work, or you're at work and you're listening to music, okay, or you're reading a book, reading a book, patterning, you're actually de-patterning their programming. So they use psychic driving the night before um, uh, harmonics, neurolinguistic programming, etc., to program your mind. And then the next day you open a book and you start reading it and you start listening to music too, that destroys the previous programming because it patterns your mind. They're trying to repattern your mind with directed energy waves. Okay? So you are de-patterning your mind by multitasking. The second way to defeat the technology is spontaneity. Spontaneity, remember, they're trying to build coherent patterns of your thoughts, your behavior, your habits, etc. So you be spontaneous. You break the pattern. So if, you're, if, you, if you decide to go to the grocery store, you go to the convenience store instead. If you decide to go to the bank, you go bowling. Okay, you be spontaneous every day. Can I say something? Break the pattern. Yeah. Brian. Okay, so I have to comment. Look at. Can I say something? Okay, uh, go ahead, please, wherever that is. This is Barbara. Oh, hi, Barbara. Hi, Derek. Listen, um, one of the things that I found, Brian, is that that w- w- they. You know, from what I understand, I I don't think. How can you talk with that noise? 
Okay, I'm trying I to find where the noise is coming from. So hold on. Okay. I'm going to need to mute some people to find out where this noise is coming from. So just uh, if you have something to say and you're muted, just uh, star eight so you can unmute. Oh, boy. That's... Okay, go ahead with your question or comment, Barbara. Okay, Brian, you know, I, I've i heard you say this many times before that the CIA is behind this. Is that true? Okay, let me see if I can unmute Brian. No, well, there are four organizations behind it. There are many organizations and agencies involved, many people, but primarily it can all be traced back to four, the Department of Defense, the National Security Agency, the Central Intelligence Agency, and the Defense Intelligence Agency. The Department of Defense, the DOD, they provide the money. They fund everything. The NSA, the National Security Agency, they provide the top scientists. It is the CIA and the DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency, that provides the hand-on. They're the ones that provide the hand-on operators, the behavioral scientists that are torturing you. Okay? It's a DIA contractor. It's a CIA contractor. It's not the CIA. You are right to say the CIA is behind it, but it's not them because they learned their lesson in the 70s with MKUltra when they got caught. The reason they got caught is they were using their own people. So the CIA got smart. They started using contractors private companies, private individuals, so that everything's highly compartmentalized. Everything's highly compartmentalized. If anybody, if anybody gets caught, it can't be traced back to them. So, now, yeah, Brian, I mean, my, my experience is I've been doing this. They've been after me for 20 years, and I think that I'm an intelligent person, and I've observed everything. And one of the things, one of the conclusions that I've come to is that they use local people, and most of them are employees that are related to or work for local government. Because if you want to suppress a nation, you don't go to the CIA or the DC. They're the only ones that enact policy if indeed it does come from them. And from what Diane Rourke said, who is an NSA whistleblower, that all this information that the NSA picks up, it goes to the FBI and the CIA gets a copy of it. Now, that's an NSA whistleblower. She, she, used to, she did the budget for the NSA. She is the one who paid them. And she worked for them for many, many years. If you if you listen, um, listen, Google sure, her name, sure. Diane Rourke, R-O-A-R-K, you can read her video on YouTube, and she'll tell okay, you exactly who's responsible. Okay, listen, listen, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm sure, I'm sure she believes that. Okay, but remember, everything's highly compartmentalized, so she would only know what she was working on. She wouldn't have any information with regard to all this, with the, all of this top secret information, the sophisticated she technology. She, 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 now, wait a minute. She states she was going to retire. Let me finish. Let me finish. She was going to retire, and she heard Not about the program, and she started yes. investigating it. Yes, and okay. And what she, she came never heard about it. Yes, let me finish, okay? I told you, everything is highly compartmentalized. The person right. who is working, 
Let me finish speaking, please. The person who's working at one desk knows better than to ask the person who's sitting at the desk. They can talk about the weather, they can talk about sports, but they're not going to because they know better. Everything's highly compartmentalized. She would have no access to this. Do you, do you know who paid me? Do you know who Hayden is? Hayden was director. I understand that. Can I finish speaking and answer your question? Okay. Now, she, she would have no information as to the debate as this technology. She may have heard of it. A lot of people have heard of it. Okay. But she would have no she would have no access to that information. Okay, she would she be dead. Okay, she said she had access, she would not be she would dead. Phil Kenny's the one who who um worked on and helped invented the Prius um uh, technology as far as um uh, you know, how how to um con- like for instance, to to use NSA to go into your life to to explore it and find out what's going on. He's the one who invented that program. He's he's now one of the four NSA whistleblowers. Is Weeby, uh, Rourke, Jimmy, and um, Drake. But there's only so much they can say. Just like Dr. Duncan, who worked on this technology, who knows more about it than most people. There's okay, only listen, so much to say. Uh, as far as Duncan is concerned, listen, if he, if he knows how to block this stuff and he's not telling us how to block it, then I blame him, too, as being part of this. Well, that's what Brian means by car, uh, compartmentalized because only uh, people only know a portion of the whole system and nobody can get into it, like, like Robert Duncan. He's a programmer. He wrote yeah, programming, but, listen, but listen. He, he doesn't know the delivery system. He doesn't know the, the electronics, the frequencies, the radars. Yeah, but he said he got rid of his V2K. Well, okay. I'm just about, I'm how just did, about how got did, rid of mine. How did, how did he do it, and why didn't he tell us how he did it? Uh, he has many times, and I have many times. Uh, well, hey. You, you just gotta. These people are asking you, how did you get rid of it? By, by earthing, blocking, and magnetic therapy. That ain't gonna do it. Remember, remember uh, something. You, you have low, you have low-level targeting, and you have high-level targeting. And what some things, some targeting, some. I went through shield, hell. Some I went shielding through works for some people. It three may times not work a day. I went through three attacks a day that took me out. They would right. let me build, build myself back up, and they would hit me again. I went through hell. Don't tell me uh, there's different attacks. I know there is. They did everything. Okay, so how did you block it? Uh, I started out with just a Mylar emergency blanket. I used those for a while. They helped me a lot. Then I moved on to the reflector. Eric, you got to take care of this. Hey, Brian. Brian. Yeah. If I may, um, what is the payback? What is what? what? What is what? Yeah, why? What's the payback? 
you know, what do you get out of this? If if these are government agencies doing this, what well, what's the payback? Okay, all right. Okay, why, okay. Why is this happening? Okay, because they're trying to to develop a new artificial intelligence based on a reverse engineering of the human mind. To develop a new artificial intelligence, not based on the old artificial intelligence, which was based on mathematical equations, was based on which is called if and then algorithm but based on a engineering of the human mind. They're trying to map out the will, the intellect, and the emotion. So that they're trying to create, to turn the United States of America into a neuro-society, a neuro-society where you interact with other people and you interact with electronics by your brainwave. It's a large extent that's happening right now, but they have not been able to build this artificial, this new artificial intelligence uh, regime based on a reverse engineering of the human mind because they have not figured out exactly how the will, the intellect, and the emotion work. Once they figure out the will, the intellect, and the emotion, then they will build a conscious computer. This conscious computer will control everything. It will control central planning. It will control transport. It will control uh, the economy. It will control science, medicine, education. They, they, in order to build these conscious computers, they first have to understand the human mind. That might be true, but I don't think that they need these big, powerful supercomputers to trigger you, to, to subliminally suggest you, and to have you do what they want. I don't think they need all that apparatus. Well, I think what they've they got... What? You don't know because they do need it. I most certainly need it. And it's right. 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 population. You can hear what I'm saying? No. Right. Oh. I'm actually Radio. on the radio. 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 When I, when I worked for Department of Defense, I... Okay, when I, when I worked for Department of Defense, I was just a security contractor. I was, an, I was nobody important, all right? But I learned one thing, that they don't care about freedom and democracy. What they care about is control. That's right. what they care about. Right. I agree with that. But I okay. think that so this, I think that what they, so you're what thinking you about all these supercomputers, I don't think they have to go that high. I I, I think that the device. Okay, well, but but, you, but you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, just I because do. you think just because Excuse you think me? doesn't mean anything. Excuse Ma'am, I don't know what you think you're talking about. You don't I, know what you're talking about. I most certainly do. I most certainly do. Can I say something, please? Okay, uh, the one that hasn't spoken sounds uh, like that hasn't had a chance to speak tonight. Would like to have something to say? Who is that, please? Hi, Derek. This is Willow in Arkansas. Oh, hi. Hi. Um, I've been kind of listening in, probably throwing a couple comments out there. I apologize for that. I don't mean to interrupt anybody. Um, it's Connie. Are you still on the line? She must have hung up. I was going to ask her if I could uh, 
have her phone number, but I'll wait till she's on again. And my other comment is that um, Dwight has a, I believe that's his name, he does have a coin, okay? And number one of his points is not all of us have been traumatized in our childhood. A lot of us, and I'm sure many of us, have really come from good family backgrounds. So I don't buy this this trauma stuff. That's what they want us to believe. And if we're gullible to believe that, then it's going to be harder for us to get a grasp on the real truth behind all of it. The other thing that that lady, I don't know who it is that was talking, was crying about why they want to... uh, control us or whatever she thinks that they're doing. It's actually they're trying to police our thoughts. They don't want anybody to think individually. They don't want anybody to do research, and they sure in the heck don't want anybody to write anything about the truth. Amen. Okay. A lot of us are, we know who we are. We know who we're connected to. And they don't like that either. Okay. They want everybody he, he to excuse me. Who's that trying to speak? Is that Brian? Okay, yeah. I would suggest you keep going because um, before, you, before you get diverted, sidetrack. Yeah, thank you. But um, that did it anyway. Because that's another thing that they like to do is keep us distracted so we lose our focus and our thoughts of what we're on, because they don't want us to be on anything individually. So I I just, a lot of times I just get a little bit upset, and not so much at, at this group, but it's just at the fact that what they're doing and all the scams that are going on for, against us, when a lot of us, we are all, again, being targeted at our own level individually. Not all of us are going to be at the same level. We're going to be close to it, but we're not going to because they don't really know a lot of us and how to maneuver us and manipulate us, although they're trying to do a good job. And I guess that's all I just want to say. So. Listen, listen. Hey, Derek, they weaponize can I, can I ask well, Brian? Neuroscience. Brian? Yes. Brian? This is Peter Rosenholm, and I, I think you really are getting it down. Uh, it, it is computers. When I wake up 24 hours a day and the V2K starts, I think it's computers. And it I, I think they're definitely mapping my emotions, my history, my everything. And why? Why? Brian, can I talk to Brian for one minute? He seems to be a very intelligent uh, and, and I totally agree with you. And they're trying to to decipher my mind, my emotions, and to be able to control me, to get at me. And it's my job to ignore them and control the two ways. Direct behavioral control. They're trying to three things for you. Okay, Mike's talking about three things. It's just, Controlling what you think about and preventing you from thinking about or doing 
their programming by censorship. Okay, they censor what you do and what you think. The second is memory management. Memory management is real and fabricated memories. They're using your own real memories against you, which they have been able to capture and integrate back into RNM, remote neural monitoring data, by reading your mind. Okay, that's real memories. So remember your past of your childhood, of past relationships. They inject your mind to make you think they're your own thoughts. Okay? Now that's real memories. They all use separated memories. By blocking no, Brian, your Brian, can I just those say this? Brian, Brian, not everyone goes through this, but those with B2K gotta realize this is the program we're in. Sorry, Brian, go ahead. Yeah, Peter, how you doing? Dwight. So, hey Dwight. Hey Peter. Sorry, Brian. So, so, mem- so mind control, everybody who's subjected to mind control is subjected to three things. Censorship, memory management, direct behavioral control. That's direct behavioral control. Direct behavioral control is achieved by two things, by manipulating your emotions. You were talking about your emotions. They manipulate your, your, your daily emotions and emotional, your daily motives and your emotional perceptions. Okay? That's how they, that's how they achieve direct behavioral control by manipulating your daily motives and emotional perceptions. When I say daily motive, I mean you'll have a strong urge or you'll have a motivation, either one. A strong urge to do something is a high-frequency attack. Brian, a basic motivation to do Brian, something, Brian, can I say something? The basic motivation to do something is a low-frequency attack. Brian, <clears throat> after 20 years, I'm numb to them. Do you find that? They don't have... Listen, I've been targeted... I've been targeted 18 years. I'm not numb. I wish I wasn't numb. Okay? But I'm just trying to explain to you and others on the phone about what you're talking about here with your emotions. Okay? So, so right. understand that. So what you understand what daily motives is. When I say daily motives, I mean they're going to hit you with a strong urge, so, such as, for example, they're going to hit you with lust to force masturbation. That's a strong urge. That's also censorship. They're using lust uh, to interfere with your, thought, your, your, your memory and thought process. That's, that's censorship. <clears throat> Memory management. So they'll use a previous memory of a sexual encounter you have with a female, and they'll keep injecting okay, it back into Brian, Brian, why, why would they do all this? What are they driving to? What's their end hopes? What is their, their what okay, are they have hoping to get right, out so, of? So understand. understand. Well, uh, no, I Brian. Mean, that's that's the the because it's a weapon. Right. It's no, a weapon system. System. There's, there's opinion, any, anyone that would drive someone into fear, into fear for their life, into this situation to drive them to, to make the public think that they're psychologically impaired, to give them false predations uh, and, and, and just, just to fabricate their life into hell and take everything away from them, this, this is... This is a weapon. It's not a. It's Dwight. not a program to make us better citizens. No, yes, Dwight, you know what this is? This is a brave new world. This is to isolate us so each an individual with no support. We, right. we rely on drugs. We rely on the system to give us any satisfaction in life. Uh, right. Did you read the Brave New World yet? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you get it. I mean. They would like totally under the control of the government. But for them, and, and it's not about the, to do, We don't have children. We don't have family. We are totally right. isolated individuals. Aren't we that now? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. Listen, if you were, if you were, if you were, then you would have already moved into a different program. Okay, those, there are those many are programs. Of, you're right, Peter. Those are some of the people that are first attacked. Those that are already, uh, you know, at our it's age, our children are gone. Uh, we may have gone through a divorce. That's uh, the majority of us. Majority right, have no right. children. Are not married. Right. I mean, I, I'm a real individual. I had a company, successful, married with children, and they worked to shut down my company, break up my marriage, try right, to separate right. the children. You know, right. with me, they went to the extreme to see if they could do it. But let me explain something. Let me explain something before you move on. Because every time you say something, I want to answer you. I want to explain uh, it. But I, you keep moving on to, to different things. No, scenarios. go ahead. I okay, listen. Okay, listen. What they do, when you say they shut down your comp- company and destroyed your life, okay, what the, for them, for, for them, I'm talking about for them, not you. It's not about you. It's about the technology. They could care less about you. Okay? So, for example, what they'll do to targeted individuals is they'll do whatever is most difficult. Whatever is most difficult. So with you, it was destroying your life by, by destroying financially your company and, and, your, and your family, et cetera. But if it's for you know, conservative, they'll try to make them a liberal. If they're straight, they'll try to make them gay. If they're a pacifist and a peace activist, they'll try to make them a, an assassin. Okay? They do whatever is most difficult based on the profile you know, build of you. When the, in my case, Brian, I did government work. I had sidewinders in my shop. I worked on military weapons, microwave components. Uh, they must have built up a profile on me and for some reason decided to go, go for me. Uh, you know, I, I'm a little bit different than most people, but I see the majority have no children. The majority, we're all basically the same age, especially 10 years ago, uh, you know, or baby boomers. Uh, there's almost an equal number of men to women, although most don't think so, but if you look at the suicide of men or men killing people, you, you, it pretty much averages out. <laughs> uh, no, I'm serious. I mean, men are yeah. more violent. And they definitely tried to make me go for it, and uh, I decided I would die first. But, you know, this, this is kind of what they're playing. They pick men, females, basically got them isolated from society. I mean, don't you find it amazing that society can't believe what's happening? Even this when we come Connie. up with information. Come around. This is Connie. I don't, mean to, this Hi, is Connie. Connie. I don't mean to interrupt the men. Can you please give the lady from Arkansas my number? I, I was muted and I couldn't respond to her. The second thing is search for the new uh, Illuminati goes public on YouTube and it explains what's going on and why. This is the 1933 business plot being repeated by the elite and the, the Illuminati goes public. That video supports that theory. And the other thing is you talk about shielding and all this stuff. They're doing it through frequencies. Everybody has a unique frequency like a fingerprint. And what they're doing is think of your frequency like a unique radio station. They're tuning into your radio station. The reason why I say bug sweep is key is because they're using your devices to get to you. Most people, they're using their cell phone. If you look up the Lily Wave and Dr. Patrick Flanagan, he, just, he invented the neurophone when he was like 12 years old. He's a genius. And, you know, it, it, it can be used for a good reason, but it can be used to actually get to somebody's brain 
and bypass, um, you know, hearing audible. So um, you say white noise and music, and that does work. But I would say remove remove the devices. They're sending the frequencies. The lily wave is coming through your outlets. Plug your outlets with child protector plugs. Cover them with aluminum foil or foil tape. And think twice about what's plugged in around you, especially when you sleep. That's all I have to say. Can I tell you something? I just, I just got a, uh, an oscilloscope. And I started up, and the first thing I did was put the probe to me. And I'm absorbing the house current. And I get my 60... Uh, hertz cycle going through me to come up on yeah. the screen. You know, that's right. number one. I'm going to look to isolate the lily wave. I- I'm right with you. And I- I've heard there are other waves coming through that I'll have to try to isolate. Uh, but I'm just starting right now. So, But I, I agree with you. Patrick Flanagan's uh, digital version of his neurophone uh, mm-hmm. is still under national security and they won't release it. They already released it. He got it released. Not the digital version. Oh. If you go look up online, you'll see there's an analog version, but yeah. they won't release a digital version. Now, all our communications, our Wi-Fi, everything else is digital. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're going to look more into it, but I'm just starting the last few months doing this. The only other thing I want to add that's really important that I discovered this week was when I was crawling around in my attic putting mylar on the rafters. Um, I have new wiring and old wiring. The old wiring is encased in plastic, is encased in metal tubes. The new wiring is called Romex, and it has like a vinyl plastic covering. My tri-field measure, I knew by being around it because I'm EMF sensitive, it was giving off a lot of electromagnetic radiation, and that also plays a key role into what they're doing to you and what they're doing to me. But anyways, I got my tri-field, and it measured zero electromagnetic radiation. I used my DT1130, which cost $10 on eBay, and it, it was registering a lot of electromagnetic radiation. So I crawled around in my attic, and anything that was, co- was Romex, I covered with foil or foil tape, and I grounded it. And that eliminated the electromagnetic radiation. So those things are key. Yeah. It's getting rid of the frequencies from your house. That's a good idea. And I never knew the Romex, the newer wiring that's not encased in, in metal, was giving off so much electromagnetic radiation. Yeah, it is. And like I said, I found that using my body as an antenna, I was yeah. able to uh, get a signal to my oscilloscope and start to analyze it. In yeah, other words, I, I, I am the antenna. Yeah, I think I was chipped without my knowledge and consent, and so what I do is I put a piece of um, sun shield, I cut a square piece, and I tape it to my back shoulder blade where I think the chip is. But I, but I take it off because actually my EMF sensitivity and my chip is actually sort of helping me out with this whole thing. But they do beam energy waves from the satellites and drones above my house. But I don't think that's setting me the frequencies. I did shield my attic, which helps um, with heating costs as well as they can't target finds me in the house. So they send the help That lily wave is supposed to keep your brain from going nuts. So Yeah, they don't want people to be independent. They want people to think like they think. No, you know, it's like what. 
it, it, it reminds me of a demagnetizer. There's a high and a low to bring you back to balance. So be careful about, you know, totally blocking that. Uh, you know, it's meant that we get mind control and our brain doesn't become really screwed up. Yeah, I'm you know, not I don't mind control. Help you with it, but it, it's supposed to balance us. I'm not mind controlled. I did get B2K in 2013, November and December, but I don't get it anymore. And I don't believe they can mind control me and read my thoughts. Otherwise, they would stop me from what I'm doing. Um, so, but I'd like to talk to you one-on-one if you're willing. And um, you can ask Derek for my number. Sure, can... I'll give you my number right now. Oh, you will? Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. Now, Peter, one of my theories is why be an antenna? Short yourself. No, we, we, we're, we're, we're a salt water bag, so we are an yeah, antenna. But, yeah, but uh, make your nursing device and short yourself. Well, you know, right. you, you got to look up the hazards with uh, microwave ovens. And in our hands are <coughs> coiled up sweat glands. And when people reached in with the oven going on, it burnt them out. But what they found out was those coils, they could count by the diameter and the number of coils, the helical coils of our sweat glands. We're evolving to what they call millimeter wave uh, see-through walls with our hands. In other words, a lot of things they're doing, we're evolving to already. Uh, so we're an antenna in a, in a lot of ways. Our hands pick up millimeter waves. A body, this salt water, picks up uh, electrical current. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that there are a lot of other aspects that, of us being an antenna. You know, I mean, Peter, what's your number? Uh, it's 401-466-4921. Yeah, me either, Peter. I never, I never have got down to the bottom of uh, why we've been fed fluoride all our lives, and uh, why harden the penal glands? Well, I think they're trying to slow us down. We're, we're becoming very intelligent, very intuitive. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, there are so many signals going on. I mean, what does Tesla say? If you want to know what the universe is made of, understand uh, what is resonance. Frequent, resonance, resonance, frequency, and energy. Which is everything. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm reading about the first device made to counter uh, brain entrainment, and they're using something called uh, H waves, and yeah. they're going. They discovered this with electric eels. Uh, they react with our nervous system, and Patrick Flanagan found with his, his neurophone that, the, you know, his device actually was a scalar wave device with the two piezoelectric uh, transducers. And that it was a scalar wave phenomenon happening within us. And our body communicates with scalar waves. So uh, this is where we got to go and we got to look to. Peter, so, are, you, are you in Rhode Island? Yes. Really? Where? I'm just curious because I'm in Mass. You're in Mass? I'm, I'm in Massachusetts, not far from... Yeah, I'm no, like, I'm, I'm near Providence and... Uh, we I'm like together. 30 minutes away from Rhode, from Providence, Rhode Island. Well, you know, we got a Boston group. Uh, really? Kate, Kate uh, Ryan, you know, is the head of it. And we, oh, we get okay. together and we do things. We went to the Tesla Tower not long ago, you know. 
the uh, Wardenclyffe Tower on Long Island. We really? get the ferry over. We get a private tour. I mean, this was unbelievable. Uh, I, I've you know, been in touch I, with her. I've been in touch with her. Do you mind if I, like, contact you as well? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. I took down your number, if you don't mind. As soon as I heard 401, I'm like, oh, my God, he's Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, no. But, you know, just just so everyone else can go on, you know, Brian, Dwight, and everyone, this is technology, and we've got to figure it out. And and I don't know what we'll come up with, but I think we're beginning to understand it. I mean, Brian's talking about the psychological aspects of what they're trying to do with uh, modeling the human mind. <clears throat> you know, and, and and Peter, Peter, this is Beth. Um, and as you know, because you've been around with all of the patterns, there's many people's fingers that are in all of this stuff for many different reasons. If you look at all the patterns that are out there, you have different countries that have patterns that are out there. The ultimate goal is for people to be able to, to go brain to brain and to be able to read thoughts between two different people without any technology whatsoever. They, they want it for the gaming industry. They want it for scientific industry. They want it for the government. want it for war, to be able to fight a war against an enemy. There are many reasons why this is being used and why the patterns you know, are out there. One of the, one of the main reasons, you know, and... Someone mentioned so vocal speech recognition is they're reading uh, unspoken thoughts and and they're seeing what we see, they hear what we hear. We are surveillance drones, many of us. And and this is like weather modeling, and they get a picture of society and what's going on everywhere, right through our eyes, our ears, and what we're thinking. You know, and that's why it takes massive computer power to do this. But but they're trying to geoengineer man like they they geoengineered the weather, and it's all about the new world order and it's Illuminati, and you know it, all you have to do is research it on the internet, and you'll see it, it, everything that's happening falls into play with what they're planning. And in it's the 1930s, there's a lot more than that. In the 1933 business plot, they wanted to implement martial law. They wanted to overthrow FDR. The elite wanted to make it into a Nazi fascist state. They wanted to take everybody on disability or public assistance and put them in camps or exterminate them. Thank God it's Smedley Butler, right? Thank God for Smedley Butler. I only hope there's another Smedley Butler. You know who he is, right? Yeah, he's a, a major general, Marine Major General, Smedley Butler. I think he was a colonel, colonel, but they went to him to overthrow our government. Instead, he turned him in, and it was the Bush's grandpa. Press and it was the same time that Nazis were taken off, Japan was trying to take over the Far East. It, it was a world takeover, I think, then. It was a new world order attempt, and uh, right. it, it, it didn't make it. Right, and that's why that's why George Bush Sr. says there will be one new world order and they will be successful this time. Maybe so. I don't know. I don't we'll think see. they'll. Right. I, I personally don't think they'll be successful. My intuitive side says that, but my one of my relatives worked um, shortly alongside that Nazi German guy at NASA. 
And hey, I you know what? I, I, I just recently found out as my father headed the project on uh, the uh, low noise amplifier, superconducting amplifier for uh, over the horizon radar. You know, I mean, maybe I maybe I got into this because my family's involvement. In, did, uh, did you also did you also did you also hear that the neurophone that was um, invented by um, Patrick Flanagan? He used mylar and he used forty hertz or something. Yeah, he actually started off with Brillo pads, you know, and yeah. and then he went on later to work with scientists and decipher the language of. Dolphins, yeah. Uh, you know, you just look at the implications of that. I mean, that that almost sounds like getting into the head, like V2K, and are they yeah. into the heads of eagles and and orcas and everything else? I don't know, but it looks like it. You know, once you can read subvocal, subvocal is only read by a computer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In other words, when you say cat, they read your lower lower jaws, uh, nerve impulses. They decode them. Uh, it takes time, and then they decipher the language. And they can do that for any animal. Do you know what I mean? It goes to kill. It signals another. They record how they communicate. So, I mean, this really is, you know, a new world. And, and much of it isn't disclosed to the public. Yeah, so I painted mylar on my bedroom walls. I put it in my ceiling. I plugged up my um, my um, outlets. I keep all my electronics in. A, I shield them. And I don't sleep in a yeah. day cage anymore. Good to get a metal box and, you know. Yeah, I, I'm, building know, an or- you know, I'm building an uh-oh. organ room based on Wilhelm Reich. Right, yeah. Oregon energy. Well, what I'm finding is there are certain frequency types that react with our nerves. And it isn't a matter of just electrical signals and frequencies. It is the right type of frequency. And Patrick Flanagan came across scalar waves, which is one. And it's supposed to be another one. And uh, I don't know if it's the same or not. I'm working on it. Now. So it seems like Dr. Patrick Flanagan could possibly help us find out how we can, you know, how people can beat this. Because right now, because my shielding is so good, they try to hit electronic low frequency. They try to still beam through the ceiling anywhere, I, any little crack I didn't shield in the attic. But um, I think he could help us, maybe. I want to try you know, to get in touch with him. He did a great, great deal of help already just by telling us about his invention, uh, the lily wave that he worked with another scientist on, supposed to balance our brain against mind control. Uh, You know, Patrick Flanagan's done a great deal. He also mentions that his digital version of the neurophone is being kept top secret, you know, through national security. And so I would imagine it's because that's what they're using. And uh, we can you know, think about that and try to figure it out. But he but says he, when he was a boy, when he was a boy, he kept on having a nightmare that he had to do something to save the world. And literally, he, he can try to help save the world. 
and he started reading all these books, and he's a genius and everything, so maybe he's going to help us. Oh, you know, he's helped us a great deal already. Uh, You know, there's no doubt about it. But, you know, was this a call to make for Brian to be on? And, you know, I wanted to interrupting a call. I thought it was about suicide. Oh, was it? Oh, I'm sorry, but I didn't look it up. It's kind of dialed in. Uh, But, no, there's, there's so much we're learning right now. And we're now beginning to learn about the signals and uh, just the pollution in your own home with your AC. We know the Lily Wave is on that. Uh, But it's supposedly meant to balance our brain so we don't become unbalanced from mind control. So, you know, I mean, we we search further. Uh, You know, I I agree with the white Dr. Duncan can only say so much. And to be honest, I'll kill him if he says the wrong things. And I only <laughs> yeah. mention what my father did on the over the horizon radar because uh, Colonel Tom Bearden already came out with it. You know what I mean? And you can buy these now online. You know, otherwise I wouldn't even mention it. But, you know, when you sign a confidentiality contract, you, you know... There are huge consequences against blowing that, and uh, it's, it's their lives or their family's lives. So, you know, yeah, they can everything you have and more. Yeah, you know, when they came out with the Patriot Act, there, there was a uh, Eleanor White put out a section on uh, doctors, and it was about how they have to do what they're told, and if they don't, they can take their license, their practice their property, their assets, everything. So some of these laws are, are very, you know, invasive and will destroy people. So, you know, I mean, obviously we want help, but, you know, when someone dies, they don't help us. You know, and I guess if we're talking about suicide tonight, you know, everyone really has to hang in there. You know, the longer you hang in there, the better you're able to deal with it. And I, I personally would never commit suicide, and I think every TI who feels that way should put that in writing and give it to somebody they trust. So if it ever looks like that, you know, they know better yeah. that it was. You know, you know, you know what everyone also needs is like a buddy, uh, a pal list. We need to get together, and when someone is having trouble, we need to rally around the person who's struggling. Hello. Hello. Hey. Yep. This is Tina from Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. Actually, do you think they're still using the old-time um, remote um, monitoring? Do you think they still use that, like when men start remote neural monitoring? You know what that falls under is what's called EPR, ESR, and mm-hmm. I got a I got a patent that says. You know, in other words, they do MRI within a, uh, a cavity, a magnetic field with a frequency going through it. EPR does the same thing with unpaired electrons, but they can do it also in, in Earth's gravity. Earth's gravity is the magnetic field, and then the frequency is around, if Earth's gravity is around uh, 0.5 Gauss. Yes, uh, that's within the ionosphere. Right, and the frequency is about 
I think 1.4 megahertz. And, and then they achieve the ability to read the spin of the outside electrons on, you know, atoms and molecules with an outside electron that's unpaired. In other words, a single elect, uh, electron in the outside shell. Uh, so free what, radicals. What they say, what they say in, yeah, free radicals. But what they say in, in one writing is that a coil near the surface of the target individual they're trying to monitor, like brainwaves and that, uh, greatly enhances the signal coming into the squid detectors. And this patent shows squid detectors in series and everything. And so I think this is part of our mind control. And I think remote neural monitoring falls under that. I think that's why they're all small coils near the surface of the, of the uh, target. They, uh, I just found out recently that my my aunt don't rem- remember her childhood, which is telltale for MK Ultra type stuff. But um, I do believe it runs in families. It seems like um, I wanted to thank Brian and Dwight and Derek and everybody for everything they do. And I I agree as far as uh, Dr. Duncan goes. I don't think he's holding back. I think he just can't tell everything. Yeah. I think so too. Um, you know, I've asked him outright about some things, and he won't answer me, and and that tells me why. Right. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want him to if it would hurt him. Yeah, Peter. What do you think about squids? Oh, you know, obviously, when you look up EPR, it's a squid detection, and and. You know, there's what I've looked up, optical squid detection, all kinds of squid detection. Uh, I guess it comes from, uh, what do they call it, Mag- it's magnetic detection. Uh, oh, what is it? it? It was a precursor to squid. But in either case, one of them that even referenced mind control mentioned putting squid detectors in series. And it mentioned using a coil near the service of the target that they could tune into to right. pick up all, all the, you know, basically the spins of the unpaid electrons within your brain, your body. Uh, and it is remote neural monitoring, I guess, you know. But it's right. very close to MRI. But MRI deals with the spin of the core of an atom, the nucleus. Where, where EPR or ESR deals with the spin of the uh, outside electron, unpaired. You know, and they're, right. and they're, they're, firm, they're fermions. And, you know, and you can even go further with this. There's the Bose-Einstein uh, condensate, and, and that's made of one uh, bosons. And, yeah. and then when you freeze it near absolute zero, it becomes uh, like one giant molecule. And, you know, when we look at uh, quantum entanglement, if they do this in another civilized, you know, nation somewhere in the universe, you know, are they entangled? Can we communicate? Uh, it, it gets way out there, you know, when you really look at it. Yeah, yeah, it does. You're talking about singularities after that. Uh, no, I'm talking about like, quantum entanglement. Normally, yeah, we yeah, have... Yeah, that's where you become singularities through the frequencies. We'd all be linked to the same frequency, and uh, and but anything that becomes entangled automatically, if one one uh, item 
see something, the other one sees it, uh, you know, feelings, whatever. You know, you know, one, one example is you take a, a ultraviolet photon and you put it through a, oh, what is it called? Uh, interferometer. Okay, and you split it into two. Now it's two lower level photons. Now when you when you can put them on one side of the planet and the other, when you look at one, whatever the spin is of the one you're looking at, the other one is opposite. To me, that's a form of communication, and I'm sure they can you know compound it a lot more. But that's why I'm talking about the Bose-Einstein condensate. Uh, it basically becomes one molecule with all the spins in the same position. You know, they just did the same thing with the atomic clock with EPR and, and made it like, I don't know, a hundred or a thousand times more. Like, yeah, mining spins. Yeah, yep. that's, that's why I'm always uh, telling TIs it's important to uh, make an earthing device because it's, an anti, it's the best antioxidant you can get and you balance out your free electrons and your attacks will be less uh, intense as they were. Uh, because the more I grounded myself or shorted myself to ground, the less attacks I got. And and then I worked on the other defense mechanisms, the magnetic th- uh, theory of, of interfering with the frequencies. And if, if what Henning Witt said on, on his latest YouTube video that uh, magnets are closed-loop waves, and now they think scalar waves are closed-loop waves also. So that's why they think magnetic interference is good if this is any kind of scalar technology. It, even if it's not, just the magnetic field alone is enough to create an interference. Yeah, I can only say I, I, I'm a student right now. Uh, you know, I'm sure like you and and uh, a lot of us, and I'm yeah. trying to understand well, well, I've got out of my torture, Peter. I haven't been tortured in six months just by doing those three things for about, well, it took about a year. And uh, to get them all together, uh, I've been earthing for a while, and the earthing did drop my intensities way down. Uh, it kept me from getting attacked a lot of times. Uh, then I got to uh, realizing that they were attacking me the most, like Brian says. They do attack you the most while you're stationary trying to sleep. Uh, that's a fact. I've recorded these attacks. They used to wake it, me up, and they wore you know, me out. It, they, they would just set me up, and, I, and I, it's been so many years. I know when it's coming, I can't sleep. They want me to go all night without sleeping. Sleep in the morning when they come on shift, and then they give me dream manipulation, and uh. So, yeah, you know, the, yeah. the best thing you could do sometimes, you know, I mean, I, I took a, a muscle relaxer and something, and, uh, and then I put a radio talk show on. You know, I mean, you know, a lot of older TIs have talked about that. Just put on a radio talk show, competes with the V2K. But nonetheless, when I finally woke up at like 11 this morning today, uh, you know, I was put to a dream simulation where I'm in New York City, somebody pulls a gun. I take the gun from them. Police are after me. I divide the gun. The population <laughs> hide the pots and get away. You know, and and, and it's obvious dream manipulation. 
and they want to see yeah. how I react to situations. And uh, I know it. when I, when I start going through the night and I can't sleep, here here comes a, a huge, very strange dream in the morning. Yeah, I, they don't shoot those at me anymore because I kind of got to where I looked at them like puzzles, and, and I would figure them out <laughs> in my dream. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I've woken, I've woken up in the dreams and know it's a dream, but Peter, still. Do you mind yeah. if I ask how old you are? I'm 50. Almost hey, guys. If you I know, may. Did you hear me? No. I'm almost 56. 56? Yeah, why, are you looking for a date? <laughs> <laughs> you, sound like, you, you sound like you're only in, like, your, your 20s. Yeah, I hear that all the time. You know, to be honest, I feel like I'm in my 20s, but when I look in the mirror, I'm a little older. It, no, because I heard you say I'm a, I'm a student, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, you know, it's just that we're trying to figure out what's going on, and, you know, just yesterday, I had to oscilloscope, turned it on, used my own body as an antenna to pick up my house car. And, you know, I, I'm learning. You know, I've been studying really reading for a long time, and now I've got instruments and I'm going further. Yeah, it sounds like you've, you've um, gained a lot of knowledge on it. Yeah, well, you know, I think if my father headed the project on uh, over the horizon radar, I should be able to do something. I've got a question. Um, has there been anything else about, uh, any more talk about the house assessment? Uh, people houses to assess them. Okay. Doing us um you know, going in and just assessing their homes. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're still kind of getting I think that might come to fruition once we start getting um enough equipment in people's hands. And that's part of the fundraising, and it's part of what uh, Mike Mason is doing, uh, gathering the um, the meters and things like that. Then yeah. um, we'll get in position to do some things like that. So I was just curious, Derek, uh, and I got one more question. Then I'll uh, leave this one. Um, we ever had Springmeyer on, on the show? Oh, uh, we haven't, but that'll be an excellent. He'll be an excellent guest. Yeah, he's a very intelligent man. Um, yeah, extremely not. Oh, yeah. He don't get riled very easily. I mean, he can... Oh, well, that would be a plus. He's got a wealth of information, in my opinion, but I just thought I'd mention it. Okay, thanks. Thank you, and thank you all. Hey, Brian? Did you ask for Brian? Yeah, Brian. Yeah, I haven't heard Brian on in the last uh, 15 minutes or so. Uh, no, I'm curious what he thought about the technology I talked about. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Brian, did you hear what I said about technology? Uh, Patrick Flanagan, Scala Waves, uh, uh, picking up house current, Lily Waves. Uh, have you looked into any of this? 
I've got to get a better connection because I've got a bad connection. Hold on. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. We we were talking earlier about the Lily Way, Patrick Flanagan, and Neurophone, how national security stopped the digital version of the Neurophone. Uh, I guess that would include piezoelectric transducers. Uh, okay, you know, you're breaking up. Can you start over? Go slowly. <clears throat> okay. All right. Earlier we were talking about technology. Uh, Patrick Flanagan and the Neurophone. Uh, his digital version was was held back by national security. How's your t- How's your um? Hold on just a second. How was your internet connection? Is your internet connection good, sir? Yes, I have Can fiber you know. optics. Is but your internet know, I'm good? Using, I'm, I'm using a tablet. Good. So, okay, got gotcha. Mine is mine is terrible. Okay, thank you very much. It just it just happens to be that the guy right next to me has great internet and I have terrible internet. So um, that's them degrading the network and degrading my ability to use this this Skype to, to talk to you. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, I can. We can hear you fine. Okay, good. Okay, I can't understand what you said, the question that you asked. So if you could please just say it again slowly, uh, try to get it. Um, just go on pieces. Okay. I'm asking you if you know about the technology. Patrick Flanagan's neurophone? The Lily <laughs> do, I, do, I know, do I know about the technology? And then what? Uh, the Lily Wave? No. No. Uh, I can't. I can't hear curious. you. I can't hear you. It's, it's not. John Lilly. <sighs> yeah. It, it sounds like he can't hear us, Dwight. Dwight, you try to tell him. Uh, Brian, he, he he asked you, did you did you do you understand about uh, the Lily Wave and uh, our electrical home system? You know, I, I've mentioned many times that I was given. Uh, I had to sign. Uh, agreements of confidentiality to go on uh, engineering sites uh, and I saw many sites uh, where large companies such as uh, General Electric, Siemens whatever were doing uh, projects for utilities like wideband over power line uh, there's now an internet on your power line uh, right I don't know if that's to speak to your appliances and have them attack us or what, but uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> that's, the neutral. That's, that, that's the neutral. They're using the neutral as a, um, uh, a, da- a data information, <laughs> data uh, sound carrier. They can, they can use the neutral to listen in on your... On your no, uh, no, they can't. They don't even need to bug your house. Ground, they, can just listen, they can use the electrical outlets. Brian, they can't use your neutral because that goes to ground. Right, exactly. My neutral no, ground energy. is they're, my they're same using energy. They're using energy. They're using energy, Dwight. They're using a, uh, uh, it's not direct energy. It's um, static energy. Um, Dr. When John Hall talks about this. No, when right, right now energy. they're just they're just running uh, to my probably to my smart meter. But in the future, all your appliances will contain something in them. That's already out in the news. That will allow what? spying yeah. on you in your home. Can, can I when add one thing? 
Can I add one thing? The Lily Way, they have black boxes at the utility co public utility companies, and the Lily Way piggybacks off 60 hertz. Most household items run at 60 hertz. The, six, the lily wave is able to generate all sorts of emotions, and you know they can they can send these frequencies through the lily wave. And that's the dangerous part about it is that it's coming into people's home on a mass for massive mind control, and um, most people don't know it. And that's why the public, if they knew about the lily wave, they would be I think they would be more empathetic toward our cause because it's impacting them and their children and their families. And the other thing is, um, what, the other thing that you were talking about? Oh, uh, I the scalar wave. Scalar? The scalar wave is built on a oh, theory. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The return, the return, um, the, the ground. They... They have a they they engineered the um, electrical lines, so the returns they are listening in on people's homes through the ground, and that's well documented too. Yeah, you know, I'd I, like to see that, and I believe that. To be honest with yeah, you. because yeah, because theory elect, electrical theory says that all positive power or energies will take the shortest route to ground. They don't come back the other way. Right, uh, exactly. Without being duped. Uh, so if you connect yourself to your ground to your home, you, you know, it's not like you're going to get electricity come back up through your ground because your ground has you a double double ground. You have a ground under your electrical meter on your ground rod. You're also grounded by the power company because they do not want you to kill yourself. So even connecting to your ground. But, but, it, but it's well documented, and you can watch, like, YouTube videos and find information on the Internet that – there's an expert, and he came forward, and he says that was designed the return, the ground outlet part of the outlet um, allows a return. I noticed on my electrical line that there's spiral ground wires that go back up to the pole for my house. They also go to the ground, but I don't know exactly how it works. I just know there's an expert out there, and he 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 explained how it works. They're harvesting the underground. They're harvesting the yeah. They're right here right now in the hotel. They're here. Yeah, they're here. Um, uh, they're harvesting the energy that's already in the atmosphere, and then they're redirecting it at the target. Okay, so, for example, when scalar waves are fired, scalar waves are circuitous. They, are, they travel in a circuit, in a circle, whereas, you know, other uh, electromagnetic waves, such as gamma rays, travel in a latitudinal direction. They, for example, you fire a gamma ray, it travels all the way out to the curvature of the Earth, and then it it exits the atmosphere, but not scalar waves. Scalar waves are, are longitudinal, out of phase, circuitous. So they're, so they're closed loose waves. waves. And where they propagate, they come to an interferon, <laughs> they build energy, and they never run out of energy. They can actually encircle so the soon, Earth. The scalar so wave is they are, longitudinal. They are circuitous. They are, they are circuitous. They are circuitous. I've, I've researched this thoroughly. Um, the uh, so so the, the the point is this: um, they're redirecting the the, the the energy in the atmosphere and then redirecting it at a different frequency and different amplitude at the target. So it's not necessary for them to to generate uh, electricity as we understand electricity uh, from 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 most sources. They already have that electricity in the atmosphere. They're just redirecting it at the target. 
at a different amplitude, a different intensity, different uh, frequency of, 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 a, of a stream. Uh, remember, it's a continuous stream. You're not dealing with a beam of anything. It's not a beam. You, you know what? Continuous... If you look at what a scalar wave is, it is two longitudinal waves. And you can look right. up how to make a longitudinal wave. It right. takes two to make a scalar wave, just and, like... And it, the interferon points that make it scalar. Yeah, it, it's, it's a, you know, when Tesla was going to send energy around the world, it was at those intersections of uh, interference where power would have been downloaded. Yeah, it said the pull, it said that the interference creates a rip in the vacuum and pulls power from within the vacuum. They say that we can get free energy from this vacuum if we knew how to tap into it. Yeah, I guess there's no power loss at these interference points of the two waves. No, it propagates. Uh, it builds energy and continues. It never right, loses power. It never loses even, energy. Yeah, right. Even a longitudinal wave, there are demonstrations on YouTube. They put a radio into in a can <coughs> and cell yeah. phones. They put the radio in and they make a longitudinal wave and they play. Yeah. You know, it goes right through metal. That's, and then that's, they because, that's because in normal, normal radio waves, you have point A, a mile away, you have point B. Well, as you drive away from point A to point B, you lose the signal because it's a longitudinal wave, but the scalar wave. No, no, it's, it's a planar wave or a transverse well, wave. Well, yeah, planar wave. Uh, right. But, uh, scalar waves, everywhere there's an interference point, it rebuilds energy, so it no longer loses its ability to reach. It propagates and continues. It just continues. That's right. why you can't get away from it. The, the stream of energy is specifically tuned. The, the fabricated and falsified stream of energy, this electromagnetic energy, is specifically tuned to the target, to the mind control victim's uh, uh, unique, one-of-a-kind brainwave frequency. It's called the specific frequency of the target. The specific yeah, and then again, if you get back to my expression of point A and point B a mile away, now take point A and point B and bur curve that plane up to where point A is beside point B, now you have time without distance. That's scalar. Okay, so so, so the, the stream of energy is, is, is specifically tuned to the, to the victim's unique brainwave frequency, just like you have a a one-of-a-kind fingerprint, you also have a one-of-a-kind brainwave frequency print. Um, nobody in the world has your same frequency. We're all digital receivers. Your, your, your brain is an electromagnetic organ. It responds to electromagnetic impulses across the synaptic gaps. It is an well, electromagnetic organ. Well, they say because organ. your brain has two well, hold on, hemispheres, hold on. it's so, so Your brain well, has on, two on, hemispheres. Yes, I know Yes, I know that. Just let me finish, Dwight. Because I can't hear you. I can only pick up pieces of your conversation. Um, okay, I, you can hear me, but I can't hear you. Okay, so, so, so when, the, when the, the, the energy travels through walls, it travels through other people, uh, you could literally 100 people, and those other people would have no idea of that stream of energy because you're the only one with that specific resonance frequency, that brainwave frequency. So you're the only one who absorbs the energy or feels its effects. You are the only person who will absorb that energy, that stream of energy, or feel its effects. Right. Because but our body communicates with scalar waves. 
Okay, so our body, but I can't understand them. Our body communicates with scalar waves right. faster than the speed of light. That is how we get our intuition. That's how we get our, uh, you know, the feeling. You're, you're sitting in a stadium. You turn around. You feel like somebody's staring a hole in the back of your head. That's your intuition. That's your scalar communication. But I, I just want to get back to what we were talking about earlier because I don't understand that this is really actionable for us. What well, I'm hearing Pete, anyway. That was Peter. Uh, that was Peter talking. Can uh, I please say something? You can't hear Peter. Um, okay, so so basically, what I wanted to say was that that their their technology is dependent upon your responses being able to force you into a set of responses, um, and if they can't, their technology fails. It begins to erode. So every day they must provoke you. They must provoke you every day into a set of responses. And then what they're doing is with remote neural monitoring, they're actually they're actually monitoring with a stream of energy. The, the normal and natural electromagnetic emissions of your brain. Your brain has normal and natural electromagnetic emissions. That's how it communicates with the body. Okay, they're actually measuring those electromagnetic emissions. That's what they call your responses. They're, not, they're, they're, they're looking for the evoked potentials, the evoked potentials of your brain okay, that match up with, with, with your thoughts. Okay, so, they're, so they need to provoke you every day into one response after another response and for love to hate, to lust, to fear, to paranoia, to, to every, every, every range of motion across the entire spectrum, okay? And then every intellectual uh, thought, every ideation, every physical sensation in order to properly map out your brain. Because neuroscience is, you know, it's a study of the brain, the study of the brain and the central nervous system. Well, that's what this is about, controlling your brain and, and by default your central nervous system. So in order to do that, before they can achieve mind control, they have to be able to map out your brain, the evoked potentials of your brain, your electromagnetic emissions of your brain, and in order to do that, they have to constantly provoke you. So that's what's going on. That's why they're constantly getting in your face, constantly asking you directions, constantly engineering oh, one, one, one chaos, one problem after another problem, chaos and trouble in your life every time you turn around. It has to be bad. It has to be bad. It has to be traumatic in order for them to properly map out your brain. In other words, trauma-based mind control cannot exist without trauma. It's just not possible. State-of-the-art mind control, because state-of-the-art mind control is, is based on the ignorance of the, of the victim. Okay? But trauma-based mind control, the monarch program, cannot exist without extreme pain and trauma. They're using trauma to depattern the mind. When, when trauma, when, when, with extreme pain and trauma, torture, um, what they're doing is they're clearing the brain of all thoughts, emotions, uh, memories, etc. The neural networks, the neural networks of your brain, they're clearing all the thoughts and the emotions and the memories out so that they can repattern the brain with the directed energy waves that they're using. So it's called depatterning. That's that's mm-hmm. scary. But we, what, when we're traumatized, we can reprogram our own brain and reinforce our own ideals. Trauma, 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 trauma works very well because all the all the target, all the victim can do is concentrate on the pain. The memories, the thoughts, the emotions, etc., all that goes away. Okay, that's, no, called, one, that's, one, that's, called, that's called depatterning the mind. Once you're post-traumatic, right, you, you, you're subject to being reprogrammed, but you can tell yourself who you were, what your ideals are. You can reprogram yourself. That's what I've always felt. That's oh, what I yeah. did. You can, can depatter. I agree. You can depatter, yeah. 
exactly. they're, they're repatterning. But that takes, you know, that takes multitasking. That takes, you know, reading books, writing letters. Uh, to listening me, that's music, what makes a TI. That is a you person that's observant enough to know that this is going on. You're on this right. call tonight trying to learn more about it. That is a TI. The person that is observant enough and awake enough and aware of their surroundings to know that something so is you need not to be, right. You need, to to, you need to maintain situational awareness. You need to read short-term memory in order to do that. Okay. In other words, what they have done is they have turned your brain into their own personal auditive and visual, visual and auditive communication system. That's what they consider your brain to be, their digital receiver. And audio. Okay. So in, in order to break brain entrainment, you, you have to de-pattern. Now listen, music is incredibly effective because, because not only does it disrupt the biocommunication signals uh, by filling the neural networks of the, of the brain with noise, effectively jamming the signal, if you will, preventing their remote neural monitoring from working effectively, but it also generates thoughts and emotions that you... That you um, uh, Did you say that was music? Listening to music is one of the most effective oh, okay. tools to break brain entrainment. If you could literally listen to music every day for, for half a year, for six months, you would break brain entrainment. Brain entrainment would From break. Read, you're, you're, you're exactly because right. Because your, your, your brainwave pattern would alter. It would, it would change. I can't hear you. I cannot hear anything what? you're saying. All you're doing is music coming to an emotional response. It's Could not just emotional that? responses. It's not just emotional responses. It's intellectual responses, such as ideations, uh, you know, uh, et cetera. And then it's physical responses, your, you know, your physical sensations. Man is a triune being. He's made, he, man is made up of three parts, body, soul, and spirit. They have been able to achieve whatever they want with the body, the five senses, sight, touch, taste, hearing, and smell. They can do anything they want with electromagnetic energy with the body. What they're trying to do now is map out the will, the intellect, and the emotion. They, are, they haven't been able to do that fully yet. Okay? When they get there, they've only mapped out the soul. The, the, the human body is made of three parts. The human being is made of three parts, body, soul, and spirit. Okay? So they're working on the soul right now. The, will, the, intellect, and the, the main three parameters of the soul, the main three parameters of the human soul are the will, the intellect, and the emotion. That's what they're trying to map out. That's what, oh. that's what this reverse engineering is about. Does anybody does anybody yeah. mind if I ask questions? Yeah, go uh, for it. Oh okay, yeah, I've got serious gang talking, and you know I have these people who I have ringing in my ears, and I think I get these people's voices in my head too. And I really, you know, I was stuck in school for a very long time. You know, I have people who were uh, actually traumatizing me at school, and I think these people tried to control me psychologically. Um, yeah, they're in the hotel right now. Yeah, these Close people were trying to turn me into, you know, some kind of robots. Um, you know, they had me running around. They had they had me taking a weight a lot. These people had me taking a weight, you know, ex- over overwhelming myself physically. You know, they had me real tired out. I was sweating all the time. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't, you know, eating properly. I had maladjustment syndrome. And I think these people tried to encourage me to follow a path of madness and self-destruction at school and inside outside of school. And, well... I just need to talk. I just wanted to talk about my game so I can maybe ask questions. Um, yes, night. Um, yeah, I just I mean to talk about my game talking. I also I um I have people 
have, you know, I have, I have teachers giving car rides. I think these people were stalking me. You know, I have teachers at school being real, very rude when I try to complain about my uh, my my son's uh, bullying. You know, he he um he gets attacked at school. He got attacked, and you know these people are like real rude, and they don't even want to give the school report. And come on, so I have to call I have to call the police, and I have have a police report for the for the gang for the for the attack. And I think he's being you know targeted because of my my targeting, and you know, that sucks. Organized stalking stalking is a trigger for mind control. Organized stalking is based on street theater. Street theater is based on two things, situational scenarios and conversational scenarios. Those situational scenarios and conversational scenarios are what they use to gauge, to measure whether or not the mind control programming is working properly. So, for example, they will use trigger words. They'll use trigger words or trigger uh, uh, images or trigger scenarios. They'll use triggers to try and determine if they need to make adjustments to the frequency and the amplitude, the intensity of the stream of energy, because they need to be able to gauge whether the technology is working properly. So what they'll do is they'll try, they'll program your your brain to respond to, for example, uh, cat, okay? And then someone will walk up to you the next day and start having a conversation about their cat. That's a conversational scenario that contains a trigger to see if you'll respond in some access or action, access or action sequence, whether you'll do something or say something uh, to, 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 the, to, to the mind control. So they cannot, mind control cannot exist without situational and conversational scenarios. Those triggers must be used to gauge whether or not it's working properly. Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, but I think I think one of the main things they try to do is try to get they try to get us to exercise. They'll try to get the targeted individual exercise and wear himself out physically. They also try to get you to not drink proper fluids. They don't. They try to get you to dehydrate yourself, not drink enough Gatorade or enough soda. You know, they'll, they'll try to they'll try to give you propaganda about what to eat and what not to eat. You know, try to they'll try to they try to fix your diet into getting you drink nothing but water and eating vegetables. Like you're supposed to, you're like okay. you're supposed to be a vegetarian. You know, they'll try to decrease your protein. I can't hear you. Okay, what they're doing is they're degrading my ability to hear you, okay? I've, been, I've used this network before with no problem. But as soon as I move into the hotel, they, I've used Skype on this network before with no problem. But now I can't hear anything you're saying. So I can't respond to your question. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That's what they're trying to do. Okay. Is Derek on the line or is he, is he, is he, is he not on the line? Yeah, he was earlier. Earlier, okay. Yeah, I'm. Can, I, can I, I say something? Sure. Wait. Uh, what what I've learned uh in the past uh about NLP, which it sounds like Brian, that's what those street theater triggers are a part of, is What's that those um stand for? If if they're trying to um control our mind or read our thoughts or whatever, um, uh if we if we, this is a technique that I learned, okay, that if you open your mouth, meaning you separate your jaw, okay, that you will have less what's called internal dialogue, which means, you know, thinking your own thoughts, okay, which may be a technique to help thwart them so that they cannot read as many thoughts 
It is something that you can try. You can also see when people have their jaws clenched. And if you're talking to someone, you can a lot of times see their muscles in the sides of their jaws moving as they are thinking. So if you separate the jaws, it may you may have less say response from them. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know that they, they try to, they try to, I mean, from my experience, I, I, I had them try to, they, they actually, they banged me up in the neighborhood, you know, they would punch me, they would follow me, they would bang me up in school, you know, I think they want to urge me to, urge me to destroy me, so they try to get you to pick up weight, they try to get you to run a lot, you know, so that you destroy yourself and make yourself vulnerable to attack. Like, if you're exercising a lot, like, if you wear yourself out by running or picking up weight, you know, it'll make you prone to a physical attack, and you won't be able to defend yourself, they can kidnap you that way. You won't be able to fight back too much. That's what they try to do. They try to get you to wear yourself out by picking up weight. You know, they'll try to get you to, you know, maybe sweat so much that you know you you start developing maladjustment syndrome from not eating right or um, not hardly um, hydrating properly. You know, I have these guys carry me carry me around in their car. They're always pretending to be my friends. You know, my family. They, they tell me that I'm crazy. You know, when I complain about this gang stalking, you know, they tell me that I'm that I you know that I'm schizophrenic or something. And you know these people also pretend these people these same stalkers that I, that I had at school also pretend I'm crazy. You know they tell me that I'm nuts. They just pretend. They even try to get me to sleep over their houses. I see how people trying to get me to sleep over their houses. You know some, someone would have been at bed by now if I were if I were anyone else. You know considering my game stalking. I think I've had the whole neighborhood actually surveil me. I've had like over 40 people on one day stalking. Seriously, I mean, like I think it was probably over it was like over 20 people right there in front of me. Like, all around me, you know, the whole neighborhood just seems to won't monitor me, waste my time. I have people in the neighborhood who, you know, antagonistic, you know, they, they, play, they used to play like music outside my house often, you know, I always had music. I had music out there, some people who would play music real loud all, all night, and I, you know, and I couldn't get any sleep. Then I had people trying to get me to drink, drink beer, alcohol with them, you know, get me to pass out of their homes. Um, and, you know, these people were, were gang-stalking me, um, you know, they were watching me at school, everywhere. They would have followed me everywhere. These people were following me everywhere. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I really think that ever happened. Uh, I think I got, I think my family members involved are involved too in the stalking. And I had my sister actually distressed me uh, just a month ago. She um, she called the police and said that I harassed her son. And I didn't do anything, and then so they let me go on court. When I went to court, you know, they told me that they know that I didn't do anything, that they, they proved in the court good, that, well, that's it. And so, you know, I have these people actually distress me to that point where they actually get your siblings. They actually got my siblings so I can do that, to actually do weird things that I, I got out of jail like in a month. You know, I mean, if I was guilty, I would have been in there six years or ten. So, you know, these people can really try to ruin your life. Mm-hmm. And I even had people telling me, I even had people in my head telling me to say that I did it. And I go, go, and, you know, so I hear people's voices, they say, go ahead and tell them that you did it. Go ahead and tell them that you did it. You know, you read to me, you know, all kinds of things. You know, they you, you, ignore, you ignore them, right? Yeah, yeah, ignore that. Yeah, I mean, if, if you, I were you, not, you realize that's mostly a computer, right? Yeah, it's mostly a computer, but, yeah. Yeah, but, that, yeah, but I mean, you know, you realize if, you, if, if I had done exactly what they told me to do, if I was, like, that mental, that, you know, that, that crazy... You know, I could have been right. saying that I did it, and then I could have ended up in jail for a long time. You know, play play a radio next to you with a talk show, and play it as low as you can do it, and it will compete with the V2K, 
and wipe it right out. All right? You know, honestly, get a radio, get a talk show on, play it really, really low, and and it it will just blow the V2K away. What is better to to do, have the radio um, next to you or wear earplugs? Uh, you know, the only thing you need earplugs is this week. The only time you need earplugs normally is when you're trying to do, uh, what do they call it, a binaural beat? Where there are two different frequencies and it's heterodyning. You know, one subtracts from the other. But so mm-hmm. normally when you play a radio beside you, you're not doing that. All right, what you're doing is you're playing another conversation that competes with the V2K conversation, which probably competes with the thoughts in your mind, and the whole thing just gets all screwed up. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. fact, last night I had to do it, and I haven't had to do it in like a year. But I could tell I couldn't sleep. It was getting near morning. V2K was negative. I finally got a radio. I put it on, and I turned it down to where I couldn't even understand the radio but it was enough to mess up the V2K, and I went to sleep, and the reality was they gave me dream manipulation still, which must be another method, you know, another avenue to my brain. But nonetheless, I I canceled out the V2K. So uh, Julian McKinney had talked about this a long time ago. She even placed two and three radios with talk shows on them to really scramble it up. So you can do that as well. You know, two different talk shows at the same time, you know, where it just gets all gobbled in your brain. Okay. And the V2K doesn't work. Could I ask, uh, could I ask what would be a, um effective uh, shielding method for the kind of radiation that would damage your brain? Because <laughs> I'm being targeted on my brain quite severely. And sometimes I can't really function well or, um, yeah. And I have been using, like, a leather jacket. And sometimes, like, a water, would the water work as well to shield? Water, water always works. I, I don't know what it is about it. Uh, yeah. They shield uh, magnetrons, which make microwaves with it. They shield mm-hmm. nuclear reactors. If you get the wine bag, that uh, PT, P-E-T-E, type plastic, and you put water in them, they're, mm-hmm. they're pretty tough and durable. And let's say your hot is fluttering, you put it over your hot, uh, in 15 minutes you'll feel better. Water somehow uh, helps, you know, whether it cools you or whether it absorbs the energy, I'm not sure. But, but how can what, I put the water all around my head? You mean wine? What was that wine cup? Right. In other words, there's like Franzia wine, and it's like five liter bags, and uh-huh. it's of a very strong plastic bag, P-E-T-E type plastic. And, oh, and what you do is, so the wine is gone, you know, or you put it in another container, and you put water in it, and then mm-hmm. you put that over your head. Now, it'll be cool. It'll be room temperature. So mm-hmm. if, if the microwaves are heating, it cools that. Uh, it also makes more of a mass to penetrate. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the mechanism is, mm-hmm. but 
water has yeah i noticed that so when i when i put my hands on my on my head or something then the hand might be affected but not my head so which makes me think that you know it's human body is made of water so probably it's the water part of the hand that is blocking the radiation but yeah, um, if you think about a microwave, like a microwave oven, it yeah. uses water to create heat. Uh, right. Hydrogen is positive, oxygen is negative. It causes the molecules to reverse with alternating current back and forth. The friction causes heat. So water expends the energy at least. Now, right. In other words, you know, you're, you're like twice as big of a turkey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You said uh, wine. Wine? What was it? Trap? Yeah, it's it's the wine in in the cardboard boxes that's in a plastic bag, but Franzia is one, and you know you you can put the wine in another container, drink it, mm-hmm. or you can ship it to me if you want. But uh, um, but is there any way you can somehow like uh, trap the? I'm trying to figure out a way to sort of like uh, surround like a, be surrounded by water, especially my head. So they, they attack me when I'm sleeping. So when I get up, I, I, I look really like uh, brain damage, basically, from my face. And it's just you can tell. There's, and I can tell that uh, neurological functioning is quite deteriorated. Well, uh, you know what? If you built a wooden box in the shape of a year that your head went in and then put, you know, like a cover over it, you could fill it full of wine bags. And what makes these things work is they're very thin, the plastic. Rubber bottles don't work as well because they're too thick. In other words, the frequency gets through the rubber. Yeah. You know, so that's why these wine bags work well. And But if you made a wooden frame of some sort and mm-hmm. filled it full of these water bags, then mm-hmm. you could cover left, right, uh, back, and above your head. Oh, I see. Know what I'm saying? What, yeah. about, what about mirrors? You know, I've read where mirrors can work. Uh, I just don't know the configuration. Uh, somewhere I was reading that uh, mirrors can very much uh, deflect frequencies. But there are all kinds of configurations that are used. So if you built this box and put mirrors on the outside and the bags on the inside, that would really insulate it. Yeah, well, you you know what they use inside a waveguide is uh, you make a shape, and I've made them with my company, and they're they're waveguides, and then they plate them with silver indium. And, you know, they got silver mirrors. Mm -hmm. I would say if you're going to use mirrors, use silver back mirrors. But they use silver indium, and and something about they can channel the light and the magnetic field. So, you know, know, it may sound complex, but if you wanted to coat something with copper, uh, you could put the copper in vinegar. The vinegar would turn blue. You could put a piece of metal in it, and it would get coated with copper. The same may go for silver indium. You know, you get a type of acid. Wait, I'm not getting what you're saying. Silver Indian? Indium. Indium, okay. 
Right. In other words, inside a microwave waveguide or a microwave horn, they use silver indium. And what it does is it reflects, it, it steers, it uh, channels. Once I, once I worked on, uh, Peter, were gold, 24-karat gold plated. Uh, you know, I know they use that in space. Uh, yeah, they do, they do in the military also. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure gold has a property. It might just be that it doesn't crack. I mean, I, I know that, you know, the indium and silver indium? Indium yeah. is used in cryogenic chambers, and when it's frozen to absolute zero, it doesn't crack and break. So they might use the indium just so it can handle temperature change. And that might be the same with gold. Okay. So, you know, but silver indium is what's used in waveguides. Yeah, I was always told the gold was uh, so for the reflect uh, reflection because it had, you know, we had waveguides that would go down in 90 and back up and, and then out, and it was for the reflective and electronic properties. Yeah, you know, I, I know there's a few properties. You know, one is doesn't corrode. It stays shiny. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't know that silver would. Uh, you know, so there's probably one reason to use gold. There are probably other reasons. You know, I've also read about using diamond to coat uh, satellites to protect them against beams attacking them, you know. And I've considered that. They... If you use a plasma torch and you use graphite and you turn the graphite into a plasma, it will condense on, on metal and things as diamond. And then you know the refractive index of uh, diamond, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's high. So, I mean, enough to bounce laser beams and I don't know what other frequencies, you know? I mean, lasers are really only a frequency, right? Yeah. Right. Another question I have um, is that a bit different, but uh, my computer gets hacked all the time. And uh, is there any way you can track down who is doing it? The hacking? Possibly man in the middle attack also, but then I figured out that if you use uh, VN, like a virtual private network, then you could sort fight off the man in the middle attack somewhat. Is that right? And yeah, but um, I I would like to identify who is hacking my computer twenty like every time I use it. Yeah, I'll be honest. I I don't think you can tell. Uh, I've never been able to. Oh, that's any like. Is there any, like, a computer specialist or forensic kind of person? You know, it's oh, good to learn. What, what, what's good to learn is how to reload software on the computer, to yeah. wipe the hot drive, reload the software, and start again. And uh, right, download. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In other words, you keep doing that, and you, you know, you nullify what they can do. But, you know, you, you've got to save the information you load on there. Yeah, but when I, you mean reset up the computer, but every time right. when I words, reset up, the, yeah. But take, when the I, Windows I disk, mm -hmm. take the Windows disk, reload it, 
go into your BIOS, set your drive as, you know, the default to load that disk. Uh, it will ask to wipe your hard drive, wipe it, reload the software, and start all over again. Uh, right, but while I'm updating all this, whatever the Windows or whatever you, you use, or uh, updating the uh, antivirus software, that that might be when I'm being attacked. My computer might be, be might be attacked because uh, because basically I don't have sufficient um, updated antivirus software and firewall to protect the computer. No, I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, you know, viruses can get in there. Uh, I got a computer I bought online, and it came with software, and within days it got it got uh, infected with viruses. Mm -hmm. You know, and what I got to do is I got to I got to wipe it out, reload software, and I've got to load antivirus software. Yeah. But it does seem to help to have a virtual uh, private network to fight off the uh, man in the middle attack. Yeah, well, you know, Microsoft itself has, a, I forget what they call it, but they have a, a software that helps protect it. Firefox helps protect it. And there are a load of other, uh, you know, softwares that will help protect the computer. A lot of them are free. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Oh, um, is Derek there still? No. Uh, yes. Yes, is oh, I have, Yeah, I have a question. Like, um, it seems like there are uh, at least two main groups that are centrally coordinating the organized stalking and the invisible organized culture. One is, you know, the corrupt elements of government, the CIA, the DIA, and all that. But the other one is probably the mob which is basically taking advantage of the kind of legal loophole created by these corrupt elements of the government. And I was wondering if you have heard of any TIs in the places where mobs are not, mob is not really active, such as like uh, Montana or northern part of Alaska or something like that. I was wondering if, because um, they, it might, um, it's not a permanent solution, but you might be able to get away from severe targeting if you go to uh, if you live in a place where um, the mafia is not really active, so not not like New York City or Chicago or something like that, but say say Montana or Alaska or somewhere. <laughs> Did you notice? Oh, you um, notice like um, <laughs> I think the South. Oh, uh, yeah, that's um, Tomo. That's I mean, there's a lot of places where people are suffering. You know, even with the absence of the mob. Yeah, but the thing is, like, and that's the ones who are targeted by the 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 Fed, like corrupt elements of the Fed. But I, I'm talking about the ones who don't have V2K, which is kind of like a bright line rule to figure out if you are targeted by the mob or the CIA. If you don't have a V2K, it's most likely that you're you're targeted by the mob. It seems. And those well, people, I don't know why you make that assumption. There's so many factions out there. Um, I mean, there's secret societies, there's corporations, there's universities. There's all kinds of factors that, that play into this. So I would not assume that it's that the mob has really much to do with it. I mean, they are they they would be a smaller arm uh, of this uh, smaller part of this equation. 
uh, I would say it's mainly uh, government and then some factions that lead off from that. Right. It seems like there's kind of web of relations and all, all, all these groups are kind of having some some sort of, they have to cooperate to have this coordinate, um, orchestrate this kind of organized talking and invisible torture. It's but, the uh, FISA, FISA laws. Have you ever looked at that? No. It's FBI, CIA, military intelligence, criminal informants, uh, you know, neighborhood watch groups, everyone. They're all connected through FISA. Yeah, that's scary stuff. What is, how how do you spell that stuff? Stands for foreign intelligence. uh, What's the rest of it, Peter? Surveillance act. Surveillance act, yes. Surveillance what? They can have a court uh, and prosecute you without your knowledge. It's a court where where you don't get to go. Yeah. Right. Hmm. But what? How do you explain the fact that there are TIs in other nation states as well? And uh, it doesn't seem like they are talking. Yeah, right, yeah. Whatever other countries like uh um the US New, would... New World Order. Right, but that's yeah, uh, how... yeah, Tomo, that's really the the uh the uh the group that's behind all of this fundamentally that's the backdrop, it's a New World Order group. And that's secret societies and um what have you. And they are they basically have infiltrated government, and um, and you know they did a lot of the, the, the basic um, fund the research and things like that. So um, so it's it's not like we can take them to to court either. Well, you know, if you actually, wanna, you mm-hmm. if you want to learn about the beginnings of that, there there is a you can go on YouTube. And it's called the Reese Committee by uh, a man named Dodd, and they it was a congressional investigation into the nonprofits, these mega billion dollar you know nonprofits, and it was about how they wanted to change our history with social studies, uh, take away our rights. Uh, you know, you you can read about what they found. It's called the Reese Committee, Yeah, it's it's basically it uh, trying to take away, like Peter was saying, take away our, everything, basically. So it's, it's all a conspiracy. Are we not? Also, question: Are we not looking at a at a weapon system competition worldwide? Is that not part of our um, problem overall? Well, it's not the weapon system so much as a control agenda. It's human control. I mean, it's they're basically trying to create chaos and trying to control the masses into creating more chaos. So it's um, there's a lot of it's a paradigm that that is uh, ongoing that. The general public doesn't see really, but we see it to an extent. And you know, 
how they operate. Yeah, yeah. You know what? If I could interject, did you see the Russian planes, you know, flying over uh, our territory? Uh, it was all over the news, and and they didn't comment on it. Uh, and it was also the veterans today went to Syria and spoke at this. And what they both mentioned was America is controlling through conflict. And uh, the veterans for today also mentioned uh, synthetic torture, which is what we're going through, you know, as conditioning. Uh, you know, both groups have, have spoken about it recently. And it, it is how America is trying to rule the world, you know, through conflict. Yeah, if things become too peaceful, then they have to create something. Well, they're the ones who bring order, right? Like the New World Order. So in this conflict, well, they can yeah. bring their own type of order. Right. Yeah, for them, you know, order is chaos. You know, but the Veterans for Peace spoke very eloquently about, you know, all the wars that are going on are being funded, both sides are being funded by by basically us, England, whatever. Uh, we're profiting on conflict. We're controlling through conflict. Uh, they mentioned synthetic telepathy, uh, not synthetic telepathy, synthetic torture which I can only believe is what we're going through. You know, it's, uh, you know, synthetic, what means what, artificial uh, torture. You don't see it, but you're experiencing it. You know, I mean, I, I can't show marks on my body from what they're doing, but, you know, I'm hearing V2K all the time. So how many of of us are there, um, Derek? I mean, they they can't be doing this kind of um, gang stalking, street theater to um, to too many people in a certain locale. It takes a lot of manpower, organization. How many how many yeah. TIs are there in the USA? Do you think? How many? Well, I mean, it's we can only we can only guesstimate how many there are. How many out there that come on um, and and talk on any given evening? Eighty. Well, during the week we can have anywhere from twenty to thirty. Uh, so, isn't Joe's Joe's calls? I would say between twenty and forty people. On a good night. So it, isn't that a little scary that it isn't much higher ratio? The majority are covert. They don't know they're under mind control. They've uh, gone over it with us. 
I think it's um, frightening that because um, because we're talking about millions of people, millions of people that don't know. I think we're talking 320 million in the U.S. I, I don't think anyone is free of it. We just have it worse. You agree and, with and that, Derek? Well, you're probably right, Peter, to an extent, and... Um, you know, our targeting is more more concentrated than than most everyone else. But probably um, many of them are, are targeted to some degree or another, but it might not be constant. It might be one thing a week or something like that, whereas we're more focused or something like that. So if if they're happening that far apart, then then people would not be able to put it together. So... Um, I mean, and we you, you notice how everyone around us cannot believe it's happening, but if you go to a stranger, they can believe it. <laughs> so I believe for us, every one of us who's over it, there are probably 20 people around us being mind controlled covertly. <clears throat> and then break out of that circle and go to someone who doesn't even know you. And you tell them about it, and they can believe it. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree too. I think, I think it's there are a lot more just... people out there than um, that don't realize that they are actually being they're under the influence of this <laughs> terrible think... technology. And um, I think some of those people are targeting. targeting. Some of those people are targeting are used as targeting agents of targeting. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're being targeted. They don't even know it, and they think oh, that they're just I, They just I, I think they're having hot. a good old time doing this to other people <laughs> when yes. they're they're even more targeted than we are, and they're. Hello? They're doing uh, it to us, too. Okay, Hello? Is Derek, is Derek available? Hello? Oh, okay. Hi, Derek. I needed to talk. I needed to ask a couple questions about what to do about my gang stalking. Well. I didn't mean to cut anyone off, because um, I've had a lot of trouble with my gang stalkers who actually put me through a lot at school. And outside of school, you know, they, they traumatized me. They were stalking me. You know, they were making up rumors about me stalking people. Uh, you know, I had car wrecks speeches that were kind of... Uh, kind of bizarre, and I have a lot of exploitation going on with, you know, students at school, and um, I need to ask questions about, um, um, about the, uh, about what anyone, anybody anybody knows about pedophile rings okay uh while you're thinking of your question uh let me just ask linda are you going to open your room if so then if if you want to come and make your announcement uh we have about um about 45 minutes 45 or 50 minutes left in this um in the program before talk show automatically closes so if uh, Linda or someone wants to uh, announce their room opening, feel free to do so. 
two two questions. One about scalar. Um, I keep asking, is there any way to protect from scalar shields from scalar? And then Derek, um, I I've never heard you know about your situation, and I'm interested in knowing if um, you have every form of um, harassment against you and chemicals, poisons, um, gases, direct energy weapons because you had this group. I mean, what happens to you? You already have your shielding in place, barricade, barrier. Okay, what was your question again? Um, I, I've never heard you talk about your, what happens to you and, um, how you are targeted and do you talk about it? What happens to you? The kinds of things that they, uh, that slow you down. I've been saying saying mind surveillance, I have organized stalking and ringing the ears. Yeah, I have that. I have all of that. My surveillance and ringing in the so. Actually, yeah, my head is just pounding right now. Just hearing, spinning the micros. I actually feel the micros hitting me in the head and the face. A lot of real powerful too. Actually, I have a dopamine disrupt dopamine pattern too from uh, the game talking because some people are soliciting me to uh, smoke marijuana with them, and I made the mistake of doing that. And you know, these people will try to be mental in the nut house. I actually ended up in the psychiatric ward for um. I think maybe two or three months because of uh, the damage, psychological damage of the talk the game that he did. And let me, I think it left me a nervous breakdown or something. So, um, yeah. So, the, um, the, the ringing in your ears, does it, are you able to um, sleep at night? Yeah, actually, yeah, I guess I get sleep, but sometimes I actually, I used to find it very difficult to go to sleep. I actually, when I was a boy, when I was younger, it was so difficult for me to go to sleep because I had people harassing me with music outside and then the ringing in my ears. And then I had music playing in my head a lot, too. It was very difficult for me to get any sleep. You know, like, um, uh, I barely, I went to sleep like at 5 a.m. sometimes and then 3 a.m., 1 a.m. And I went to sleep really late, but now yeah, I go to sleep early now, like around 12 or, or, you know, maybe 10, depending on the, uh, Myself, but yeah, I give it. I give it credit to me. I wake up finally getting up at around 10 a.m. So that's fun. Monday was um, it's like harassment. No, I get I get dreams. I get things in my brain. You know, I get I get dreams. My thoughts in my brain. I get all kinds of problems with people. You know, that happens. I have people. Everyone in my neighborhood mm-hmm. pretends they're not doing anything. They pretend that they're not doing anything wrong. Like they had they had to
funny, kind of, there are kind of things that have, but there's some kind of brightness too, and they don't realize that it's happening, you know? And the whole neighborhood just has to be blackness. Even the teachers, the teachers that stress me, they follow me, they're actually, they don't, they don't serve me, they don't get service me when I'm, you know, when I'm going up, uh, asking about my, my son's game, my niece, my son's body, his uh, physical attack that they have. Nothing for scalar. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I mentioned scalar earlier. Uh, again, Henning Witt, that's H E N N I N G W H I T T E, I think it is, uh, has a uh, video on YouTube and he compares scalar waves and magnetic waves. Therefore, a very large neodymium magnet would be good. You want to get one with a large pull force and a large EMF, uh, something like 22,000 gauze or something, uh, say 350-pound pull force or higher. Uh, I paid about uh, $89 for mine, I think, when I bought it, and it was a 490-pound pull force. Can everybody give me a chance? Well, I think I'm going to play the video. Dr. Phil, it says right here, like, it's on Dr. Phil, it's on YouTube. And all I hate group is stalking us and ruining our lives. I think it's on from October 8, 2014. It's a recent, Say what? It's a recent video. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it says an online group, hate group is stalking them. Uh, and it says Dr. Phil, an online hate group is stalking us and ruining our lives. Yeah, is that with Matt Barrett? No, that's not the map line. It's someone else. It's a, it's a couple. It's a couple. Yeah, anyway, back to the scalar waves. You would uh, uh, use that uh, uh, Henning Witt, who's from Sweden, he, he talks about how a magnetic wave and, and scalar wave are both closed-loop waves. Therefore, one interferes with the other. So, yeah, magnetic. Uh, a large neodymium magnet therapy, and and I don't mean large in size. Uh, my 490-pound pull force magnet was only four inches by two inches by one inch thick. Poles on the uh, flat sides. Uh, 
You want a block magnet, holes on the flat sides. Okay. And uh, does Amazon have them or? No, no. Magnets for less is the cheapest site that I have found. Magnets, um, the number four less. All right, thank you. That's thank magnets, you so much. the number four less dot com. Magnets thank you for so less. Much. Hear that? Right. Yeah. Yeah, you get one of these magnets and you put it on a heavy-duty sports sock, uh, fold it around, drop it around two times so you know till you run out of sock, and you just lay it on you when you sleep and move it to different areas wherever you feel a muscle spasm, electrical shock, uh, tingles, uh, pain, anywhere. And magnetic ther- uh, magnetic therapy is actually good for you. It helps realign your blood, red blood cells as they flow through your body. Um, so, so there's nothing, uh, no harm from using um, magnets in therapy. But uh, the theory is that this magnetic field will interfere with the incoming frequency, distort it, scramble it, and you'll starve the chip out. You'll starve it from information. Uh, maybe you'll damage the chip. Maybe you're uh Wait, can anybody hear me? The electronics. Uh and so so to mess with the scalar protect from the scalar waves it would be magnet uh magnetic fields, EMFs. Wait, can anybody hear me? Yeah, you're pretty loud. Okay, hold on, look. Um I think um I just wanted to mention the video to everybody that it's there. I think it's on a uh, on Dr. Phil now. It's a new video. It just, it just came out like a month ago uh, about uh, organized stalking. It's, uh, it has to do with uh, a couple that uh, that has an online hate group stalking them and burning their lives. So it's not it's not a uh, Matthew Barash's video. It's somebody else's. It's a it's a. Thank you. Can anyone hear that? No, we'll have to look it up, man. We can look it up online, Dr. Phil. Yeah, we heard you. We'll look it up. It sounds good. It sounds like we're making headway in that area. So now, uh, when I think it's scalar, um, I feel heat, and I can reach out and feel the ball of heat. Now, that would probably be microwave uh, because I I was in the U.S. Navy, and uh, my office, I was the weapons administrator aboard a uh, guided missile destroyer, the USS Cochrane. The 51 Charlie missile fire control radars were directly over my office on the O2 level. If I stepped out the door and I felt the hair on my back stand up and the back on my on my neck stand up, I knew I was getting an overspill from the microwave, and I got the heck off the O2 level. So I know what microwave feels like. In the beginning, I was heated up. I was made that the hair on my back would stand up, and I would run up, you know, around the house. Good Lord, I mean, I, it was microwave. I think every kind of frequency that you can probably develop was shot at me. Uh, I had, uh, uh, it felt like high terahertz one time, uh, uh, several times. 
I've had, it felt like, you know, something hitting every organ in my body. Uh, I had something, something hit me in the right shoulder, and it sounded like a bubble popped in my right shoulder. Uh, but but I know what microwave feels like. And, and the first time in my initial attacks, it was like microwave. They would heat me up. They'd make my hair stand up. So, so, so Dwight, um, I have had microwave, and it's a terrible feeling to be cooked from the inside out. But somehow this is um, like if they aim it at my knees or my feet, it creates the sensation of heat, and I and it heats up the room, and it doesn't register on my tri-field meter as microwave. And oh, uh, really? Yeah, so, um, and it's very, um, I feel like it's very um, destructive and, you know, it goes through everything. Um, So, uh, how would you describe the scalar then? Um, I almost smell a burnt smell too, and it's probably... Hopefully it's not me, but uh, I, I smelled the burn. Yeah, I smelled the burn smell in the beginning of my attacks. It was like burnt skin, like licorice, hmm. like a burnt licorice hmm. smell. I don't know if you Is, ever smell burnt skin, but um, no, but I I smell a burnt smell and whatever it is, and um, there's a definite ball of heat that I can reach out and I can tell exactly where the angle that it's coming from at me because of this ball of heat um, in the air that then um, targets a body area. You know, my brain, my heart, my... They've been doing my knees lately and my feet because I covered my knees. They do my feet. Well, you know, that's that's what I hate a lot about... There's not a lot of information on scalar, although... Everything would indicate, you know, if it's not microwave, it would have to be scalar because scalar is the only other one that would carry uh, energy unless it, unless it's somewhere in the terahertz. Uh, but anytime you have high frequency uh, radiation shooting at you, you're going to be exciting atoms, and you're going to get friction. You're going to feel heat. It's just like uh, your food in the microwave. You stick it in there. You t- you pop it with a uh, three or four gigahertz of uh, frequency in that in that enclosure, and it bounces around inside that screen enclosure that's built into your microwave, encased into it, to help keep the uh, frequency bouncing around in there. And it's just exciting atoms and heating them up through 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 a vibration or, or excitation and that's all that's happening. If you're getting, you know, hit with any microwave or frequencies and it's heating you up, it's time to change the locations or find you a ground. Yes, definitely. I'm I'm changing locations. Uh well well I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying Oh, you. you you mean um I, I try to but you know, I I, I am gonna change it's too get dangerous. Get up move around the house, uh yeah, I, it's hard to move around at night, you know, and you're a sitting duck. 
So um, it's just way too dangerous here, and um, uh, I'm willing to take my chances um, after having electromagnetic and then microwave that did register on my... And then they saw me using the tri-field meter, and they went to something else, and I think it's the scalar. Uh, so I, I'm unable to measure it because they tamper with my mail and how would I measure scalar on the Gauss meter? Uh, scalar is actually a frequency and uh, it floats uh, several thousand kilohertz above the frequency. I, I, I don't know how you would detect Hello? it. Okay, so they, they have the perfect weapon. Uh, yeah, and they they could be uh, you know even if they're using I a frequency a and they are multi band or multi skipping or multi hopping, multi band uh, hopping, then they're jumping from one frequency to the other in an algorithm that only they know to uncode any messages or, or speech or anything. But uh, you know, and, and who knows? Maybe we have. A, Okay. Question, Dwight, before, before, before they hang up on talk show. Oh, okay. Go okay. ahead. Are you coming back to OFI talk show? Yeah, I might. Don't, Mike, please come back. Okay. Hi there. I just want to make a quick announcement. This is Linda. Thank you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hi, Linda. Hi there. Welcome. Hi, I mean, Linda. hi, everybody. Happy New Year. I just wanted Happy to New make Year an announcement. Thank you. I just want to make an announcement that after this call is over, I will be opening my room tonight. And the room number is 124-150 for those who want to continue. Thank you Patty. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, again, again, 124-124-150. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys later. Uh, Dwight, can you hear me? I have a question. Yeah. Um, you've you've talked about this grounding and how it has helped you. Can you explain it again? I get um, numerous um, attacks like all over my body and and different they're delivered different ways. And so I keep hearing you talk about this grounding. Can you explain it to me and then tell me how to do it? Yeah, I promised everybody I was going to make a video of this, have it ready by the night, but I'm not through with it. And so I'm making a video on how to do it. All you got to do is go to Lowe's, buy your mail replacement plug, three-prong plug for an extension cord. Uh, if, if you're there, get the orange one and not the yellow one. The yellow ones, you have to open them up and beat the flat prongs out with a hammer. The orange ones, you can open them up and just remove the two flat prongs. But you want to just get rid of the two flat prongs on the plug altogether so that all you have is a ground prong. You're only using the ground circuit of your home. Now, you want to go to Walmart and the utilities and look for a plug, three diodes on the back of the plug, and that's for checking the receptacles to make sure that they're properly grounded. It's $5.00. Uh, the plug at Lowe's is uh, about $4. Then go around to the wire section, get a roll of the wire, a uh, 20-foot roll. It's the only ones in that smaller roll, $5. Uh, connect one end to that ground 
that plug, strip eight inches of the other end to bare copper, wrap it up in tinfoil, then fold it over three times to make a pad, stick it in your waistband against your skin, plug it into your wall, and you're, you're grounded. Grounding is shortening yourself to the earth. Uh, that, that ground, that one ground U-shaped prong actually goes through your home, out to your meter, and down into the earth under your meter, grounded there, also grounded at the transformer on your feed coming in. Uh, it's grounded in two places, so it's a safety circuit. Your power wouldn't work if you didn't have a ground because your neutral in your home is floating on that ground. Uh, Earth is ground. Earth is the negative side of everything. Uh, we live we live in two balls, two spheres. One sphere is the ionosphere. The other sphere is the Earth. And in between those two spheres is a charge. That's where we get lightning, uh, Positive ions, negative ions in the air might create some uh, air lightning, but most of your lightning's positive ions, you know, contacting the earth, the ground, striking down at the earth. The earth is full of free electrons. But anyway, my theory is that not only with wearing this earthing device are you discharging the, the potential or the electricity that's in the air and being sent to you to ground, you're also pulling up free electrons out of the earth to balance, like Peter was talking earlier, EPR, that stands for electron paramagnetic resonance. That is where they pulsate microwave at you, and it excites the free radicals in your body. It will heat, it will heat you up. It will light you up so that they can see you better. It's like nature's own little x-ray machine for them. It is non-invasive. The more free radicals you have, the more susceptible to uh, to these pulses you are. If they keep a constant frequency on you, you would heat up and probably cook. Mm. However, a pulse radar does not excite the atoms in your body. It doesn't stay on long enough, so it's pulsed. But in this pulse, they can deliver information. They can change your body's frequency. If you're calm, they can excite you. If you're getting ready to go to bed, they'll heat you up, get you excited, shoot some adrenaline in you. You're wide awake. Uh, even if you do get to sleep, you sleep for an hour and a half, they wake you up again. Uh, they made me jump out of the bed. You know, I've never jumped out of the bed in the middle of the night. They've made me just jump out of the bed and go, why did I do that? Okay, uh, well, but, it, it, it appears that I am going to have to wait until you um, put put the instructions on YouTube. Because um, I think that I can get all the things that you're talking about at the different you know, uh, Walmart and Lowe's and places like that. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you get the checker and both of the the parts, and the only other part you need is uh, eight inches off of a sheet of uh, a roll of heavy duty aluminum to wrap on that bare wire. Once you strip it down, uh, 
you know, you know, a pair of wire strippers might help if you're going to make them yourself. So buy you a little pair of wire strippers. You might have twenty dollars in the project. Uh, mm. But but you say you're gonna um you're gonna actually uh, uh yeah yeah I'm gonna I, yeah I'm gonna make a little video. I'm I got uh, three or four of them I need to make up tomorrow. Uh, I'll make those and and finish the video up. I left some of the. I made one today and I only got half of it and run out of memory on my card and had to put a different one in. Is there a website where we could go to to learn about earthing while we're waiting for your demonstration? Yeah, I was looking at the FFCHS website and that looks like a good place. I okay. saw some places. I saw some places there in the. Uh, I think it was in the chat room while I was uh, uh, just looking around yesterday and. Uh, or somewhere where we can store some information. And, okay. And and we've always said we, we were going to do that. Maybe we can uh, start loading some in there. Okay. And then I heard you talking about how well these magnets work, and you were saying you were you were you were giving the numbers. You were saying that's not the actual size; that's the strength of the magnet. Yeah. Magnets. Yeah, that's, yeah. When I say uh, 490 pound pull force, that is what it would take to remove it off of a parapicta object or an iron object, it would take 490 pounds of full force to remove it. So if you stuck it against something, you're not going to remove it. So <laughs> forget it. Uh, okay. Well, is there any way be- before a purchase <laughs> is made of the magnets, is there any way to go to learn about these so that you could... Um, can you recommend a website? Yeah, Magnets for Less, the number four, not the word four. Magnets, right. number four, less. But that that will actually com. teach you there a little bit, or is that just for purchase? Uh, well, I think they do have a uh, uh, a uh, knowledge base there. Okay, okay. Uh, let me look real quick. Uh, but yeah, you want to get a flat block magnet, um, and it, and it's good therapy anyway. And it took me about six months before I lost the magnet. And when I when I lost it, I realized I didn't need it anymore. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, I went to Myrtle. I, I spent the uh, week at Myrtle Beach uh, last year, and uh, I stuck it to the uh, bag baggage. Uh, cart when I left and I loaded my suitcases and forgot my magnet was stuck to the cart. Pushed it off. Yes, yeah, about an $89 magnet. <laughs> oh, that, that's expensive, huh? Yeah, I, yeah. A good one's yeah. going to cost you 80 to $100. Okay, okay. And the prices vary. Okay. So one I, week you might go on that site and see some magnets. The next week you'll see a whole different lineup. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'll be waiting for your um for your demonstration about the earthing because I'm I'm real interested. I'm I need okay, to start trying some things. Yeah, I, I would like everybody to try it because I swear by it. Uh, Health wise and and all that. Like like I said, during my use of it in the last five years, I haven't been sick. I haven't been to a doctor. Uh, you know. Uh, it's boosted my energy 
I get better sleep. Sounds um, good. All right. Well, thank, thank you so much. Thank you for talking to me. Okay. So is that the, that magnet you're at, the light you're talking about, is like a ceramic magnet block or so? No, it's not ceramic. It's neodymium. Neodymium. Okay. Neodymium. Okay, that's different from ceramic magnet. Yes. I see. Uh, wait a minute. Okay. I'm going to put a website on, in the chat room for everybody that's in the chat room. Uh, if I can and find you, the site. You just place it right next to you or something when you sleep so that uh, even when you're re- radiated, uh, it will probably shield, the magnet will shield. Well, again, I, I, that that 490-pound pull force magnet I had, was four inches wide, uh, no, four inches long by two inches wide by one inch thick. It was it was about the size of a, a Hershey bar. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. I, I would I drop it in a heavy duty sports sock, pull it around, drop it in there again, and it about took up all the sports sock. Then you got a nice cotton padding around it so that if you ever stuck it to something, you could get something under it. And believe me, I did one time and it took uh, two four-foot crowbars to pry it off. And uh, But without the sock, I'd have never got under it. Uh, but you only want to get one. Uh, okay. More than, more than one and you can break some bones. Let's see. I got a website here. Let's see. Neodymium block cube and bar magnets. I will go down let me make sure this is the right page. I'll take you to the right page. Yep. Go to the bottom of if you're on the chat, you can go to the bottom of this page and find your best magnets down at the bottom with the highest pull force. Uh here's the link. It's www.magnetsforless.com. And uh I took you straight to the flat block bar magnets there. Uh, if you just go to magnetsforless.com, uh, uh, it's otherwise known as applied magnets. So you might do a search for applied magnets and look for one that's named uh, magnetsforless.com in the heading because it's hard to find it. If you search for magnets for less.com, uh, the name of the company is Applied Magnets. Thank uh, you. Okay. you want you, you, let's see. They do have a uh, they do have an information uh, page on here. And you just place one one magnet next to you. And then you should, yeah, that, yeah, yeah anywhere you feel a pain, a rip, muscle ripple, uh, uh-huh. an illness, uh, if you feel sick on the stomach, lay it on your stomach, uh, stabbing pains, throw it on there, it will eliminate them. Okay. I see. Um, Derek, um, I tried to call the city council and um, report dangerously high EMF, and 
I all I got is a secretary, and she gave me she put me on hold, came back, and gave me uh, the Power and Light Company gang stalkers and and the property management company, another gang stalk. Um, you know, so so how do I get through to the city council and report? Dangerously high EMF. Well, you don't uh, place a call to them. You make an appointment and go down to see them, talk to them. I see. And and do not go by yourself. Okay. So um, so if you, I if you call, okay if you make if you place a call phone call, send an email, you know write a letter, any of those things your issues will be sidetracked to another department. Okay. Gotcha. And it's important to... um, I have countless, you know, video on my iPhone, um, you know, for zapping me. And anyway, um, when my father's there, he'll be two feet away from me. I'll bring the meter over, and there's nothing... You know, so videos of nothing near him, and then when it's uh, near me, I get zapped all the way, so it makes him, it bangs on the other side. Okay, where do you live? I live in Florida. I mean, do you, if you live near near a major city. There, then there are some some others probably nearby that you can that you all can get together and go talk to to someone downtown. Um, I, I would not recommend going by yourself. You need, I would say, at least three to five people. Okay. To make a uh, um, to make a credible showing. You know, otherwise I'll just say, oh, it's it's uh, you know, so and so's problem or whatever and they'll just ignore it. But if you have three to five people, then they'll realize that they have an issue that is that might be prevalent in the community, and they have there's a good chance that they will listen to you. Plus, if you say that you're representing an organization, feel free to use us. That's why we, have, that's why we formed this. Okay. If you say that you're representing an organization, they'll be far more likely to take you seriously. This is an issue that is um, that's worth taking seriously if someone has formed an organization about it. She's near so, me, Derek. What? one in Deerfield Beach. She's very close to me. Okay, uh, well, I am? Uh, well, you can go with her then if you want. Where is she? Where are you? Hi. Uh, <laughs> I'm... I'm in uh, Deerfield Beach, right next to Boca. Where are you? Well, I'm in Fort Lauderdale. All right, awesome. That's yeah, right down the road. Yeah. So, um, I I got we the numbers. A, we have a conference call on Tuesdays. Okay. And you can write the number down at two o'clock. Anybody, everybody's invited, whether you live in Florida or not. And the call number is three zero five. Eight four eight eighty eight eighty eight. The code is three two one pound. Then one. Then you enter. 
Okay, be on the call. All right, thank you. Tuesday at right, 2 o'clock, you'll meet all the four, you know, people. Some of the people, you know. What is your name? Elvira. Oh, Elvira, thank you. You're welcome, all right, awesome. you should call uh, You should call Elvira. Uh, yeah, I, I will. If you want to call me, I can give you her number. All right, thank oh. you so much. That's great. <laughs> Can you repeat that number again, please? It's 305-848-8888, and then the code is 321-POUND, then 1, and you'll enter. And it's 2 p.m. Eastern, 2 Eastern time, Tuesdays. Sometimes we move it to Mondays, but this 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 week it'll be definitely on Tuesday. And I, I hate to ask you to repeat it. Um, I apologize. That's okay. That's okay. Three zero five eight four eight eighty eight eighty eight, and the code is three two one pound, and then one, and you'll enter the conference conference call. Thank you very much. Oh, you, thank you. Please join us. I certainly will. Thank you. If I could just ask one more question about, I would like to know the physical size of these weapons um, because I did knock on the lady's door. It's coming, you know, from the ceiling, condo above. And, um, I mean, I know it's coming from there. And, um... I hear her banging as an intimidation, and it coincides with the the needle on the meter. And um, uh, how big are these? I, I went up and I asked her if I could walk around, and um, she had, like, a fake-looking oxy- oxygen machine, like, from the 1920s-looking thing. I mean, how big are the scale weapons? How big are the things that generate electromagnetic? What do they look like? Uh, I believe that most most of your signals are coming from your cell towers, your satellites, your antennas, your Gwen towers, your heart. Uh, it's all a combination of everything. Uh, uh, my perps, I know, had some satellite telephones, and I couldn't figure out why. So you're saying that there's an attenuator. Is, there's a, they have an attenuator? There's no actual thing that they I could find up there when I walk through? It's an attenuated signal? Uh, I guess. Because um, wouldn't it help if we knew what these things looked like? Or, um, I mean, Connie has some really good info. I did pull some some things out of um, cabinets that look like grommets, you know, like brass. And they, they were attenuated. You know, they were bringing in a signal. And... Uh, there are some I can't get off of the the oven, you know, and so um, 
I guess there's a, a lack of, um, there's a deficit of knowledge about the actual translation, how it translates, uh, what, what the person does and with their hands, you know, is there anything in their hand? Uh, I, I, I don't know that. Okay. I have a, a a question, Derek. Are you there? Uh yeah. Hi, uh, Derek. This is Cassandra. I had um sent you an email, and I was telling you how I had listened to um you did that excellent interview on real politics, mm-hmm. and you have it on the website. And Derek, I was thinking that that would be something good to hand out when I go down on the hill. Um, and I was oh, I sent what you. Um, I, I replied to that uh, email, Cassandra. Oh, you did. Yeah. Um, and I, I um, included that uh, yeah, summary of, of what I, you know, of my speech there. Okay. So uh, check your email. Okay, I will. But um, you also gave me instructions on how to like transfer it to a uh, what is that CD? To a CD? Yeah, I, want, oh, I wanted something. Oh. I wanted some type of media to hand out. You know, um, okay. is that possible where I could uh, somehow transfer it? Okay, you're talking about the audio or the written? The audio. Okay. Um. Hmm. You could probably transfer the file to um like a, a one of those memory sticks. Okay. Do you know how to use uh, use a flash drive? Um no. If you can I get with you later and you kinda run me through what I need to do and I'll just go out and get it. Um and then you could um take me step by step on how to 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 transfer this to C D. Or or whatever media I might even is it DVD CD I I don't know what it is. Well, I usually use uh, those flash drives. That's a lot easier than those uh, those CDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what would you do with the flash drive? See, all they would do is they plug it into their computer, and they'd open up the file. It's a lot easier than those. I mean, those CDs. You know, you never know. If if you're getting it recorded or if you've got the right format, it's, if it's CDR or CDR plus or mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Oh, I so. see. Well, flash drive, is that something expensive? Like, could I buy a bunch of them? Is that something expensive? Oh, yeah. They're like, um, they're like the size of uh, one of those um, those cigarette lighters. Right. Or you know? well, maybe half size of cigarette lighter. And um, you, can, you can buy them and... Um, and they hold they hold pretty good information. Get okay. Out as I mean, as but they're 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 inexpensive enough where I could buy a lot of them. Where I give them, we you know we give them out. You know we would give them out to the senators. Oh. When oh, we oh, go down oh, on the hill, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you could. They're uh, they're about. I think you could get them for four or five dollars. A piece. Uh, yeah, oh. I think so. Uh, I mean, you'd have to maybe save up or something. <laughs> but, um, 
it wouldn't be like something that you could hand out to all of them, but um, they could, see, actually what they could do is they could copy from the memory stick, from the flash drive, Mm -hmm. and then um, after they, you just have them, each of them copy, and you you could uh, give each of them a copy that way. Okay. How about, well, if you've sent me, like, the transcript of that, I could just um, print it out real nice and then provide the link to where they could actually um, listen to it. Because I I would think that a lot of those people don't want to do a lot of reading. They do a lot of reading anyway. Hmm. Okay, I did provide the written. um, Okay. Uh, the, the written portion of it. Okay. All right. Well, I, I can handle that from there. This summary of it. So, you know, that should be in the email. Okay. Okay. All right, then. Well, thank you so much, Eric. All right. Um, one more question. Is it or is it not a difficult task to file a FOIA? Do you need, like, all sorts of evidence? Well, Brian actually has um, information about that in today's newsletter. Okay. Um, if you let me see, if you're on Facebook, it's posted there. It may not be posted to our website yet. Um, or if you have an email address, I could I could send you a copy of it. But uh, All right, Brian, thank you. okay. So um, I, I'll call you tomorrow and um, get a few phone numbers and give you my email. All right. Thank you. Dwight, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, hi. I'm looking at the uh, magnet for less and... Uh, you said that the, um, the pull force should be over 400? Uh, yeah, yeah, if you're looking at that page that I put up. Uh, is that the, the put up in your Facebook or? Say again? Uh, you put up the, do you mean the chat you say is in your Facebook? No, no. I just put one on the uh, on the chat here on TalkShoe on the uh, oh, talk nice okay. conference call chat. But I'm looking on that page for magnets for less for the block magnets, and down at the bottoms where you find your 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 strongest ones. Uh, prices look a little high this week. Let's see. This one is oh, that's 700 pound pull force. Let me find one that's uh, around 400. Uh, yeah, the stronger the magnetic field you're putting out, the the better, you know, the better you are at interfering with uh, any electronics. But the, then again, you don't want to get around these, your TVs or your computers or nothing electronic with these magnets because uh, they'll erase hard drives. They'll, they'll. Oh, uh, I see. So you have to place all of those um, far away. From well, I kept yeah. mine in the middle of the bed all the time, and any time I felt. Uh, like taking some therapy, like if, if it was in the, the afternoon and I uh, felt something twitching or muscle spasm or electrical shock or anything, I would lay down on the bed, grab the magnet, 
lay it on it, just chill for a few minutes, and then I'd sleep with it all night. All around my head. Uh, but does it work? Does it shield all kinds of uh, radiation or just some of them? No, no, it just does the the, the uh, for the it helps a lot with the scalar, and uh, yeah, right. it would help with normal even with normal frequencies. It would help, but you also want to use blocking. You know, you want something uh, blocking you while you're asleep because you know even Brian said that you know they attack you the most while you're stationary while you're asleep right. that they'll they'll uh, attack you with other things besides the B2K. Uh, I was getting burns on my feet, my legs. Uh, yeah. You mean blocking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me- meaning like a leather jacket, water, or like... A, no, like no a- I started out with the Mylar emergency blankets and would put one under me and tent one over me, but, but they got hot as all get out, and then I found the reflectix at Lowe's, and right. Then again, yeah. That... Neil and a lot of the F F F F C H S uh, people are experimenting with the uh, carbon impregnated polyester, which is uh, Linkstat or, or Veristat. So I think their Linkstat got a better uh, uh, technical uh, capabilities there. So, but but it's uh, carbon impregnated polyester for blocking. Um, you got to do what you have to do to to survive, and because this is a multi-prong attack, they're using everything electrical. They're using regular waves. They're using lily waves, scalar waves. Uh, they're coming in through the house, through the phones, through your appliances, through everything electrical. Uh, they're saturating the air with uh, uh, conductive materials uh, through chem chemtrails and and they're doing everything they can to electrify uh they're, they're using nanotechnology they're using biology they're using everything they can to control the population so you got to do more than one thing you can't just say hey i tried that one thing it didn't work uh you've got to block at night while you sleep you've got to use the